Oh yeah, going old school with the intro. Hello. Hello. Hello, Twizzy. Twizzy, it's on the lift, lift. I haven't heard this in a while. It's podcast time. And now, the Birthday Boy Podcast. Full stick of butter. Clippy, it's Grandma Cliff Cliff. Crank that up. At your convenience, okay? Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliff, Cliff. Here is the host of Birthday Boy Podcast. Who? Who is it? The one and the only, Johnny Boy. Yeah. My little baby boy. Baby butter boy. Womack style. That's me. I'm the birthday boy. I love you. I'm Johnny boy. Toggling your balls. Toggling your balls. Toggling his balls. It's been a while since we heard this one. Just below your nipple. Cliffy. The biggest one yet. Toggle your balls. Targling your balls. Fifty shades of gray. Slack, Cliffy. The biggest one yet. Cliffy. Oh my god. It's going to be outrageous. What's my assignment? Your grandmother. Break down Dale Winslow. Those Cliffy's, man. Weepness. My little baby butter boy, little butter boy, clippy boy, baby boy. Sweet then. That's how you get blisters, Clippy. That's, That's how, you, how get you get blisters. Womack style. That sure tastes delicious. In my mouth. Bibleopoly, Cliff. Puzzle, your balls. The oatmeal tasting booth. Just have to listen to this song for a bit. I haven't, your balls. I haven't heard this in a while. Toggle your balls. Baby butter boy. I'll probably toggle between these two intros. The biggest and the best. You goddamn butter boy, son of a bitch. I can't get a fuck out of you, son of a bitch. To the Womack family holiday spectacular. Cliff. Your grandmother just told me the good news. Or as we like to call it, the pizzle. Helmet mayonnaise, Cliffy. Hey, the raucous red glare, the bombs bursting in air, like and a delicious Helios pizza in your oven. Puzzle, you balls. Womack style. Ah man, that takes me back. It's a classic, classic intro, the original intro. It's been a while. I. I I mean, I really haven't played that one since, like, February or March. I know I played it once <clears throat> on my actual birthday, you know, the anniversary of the podcast, because I thought it would be fitting to play the classic Birthday Boy podcast intro. My God, I'm, I'm falling asleep as I'm sitting here. I'm so tired right now. It's great. It's great to have all this energy for a podcast. Uh, you know, uh, what's uh, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? How you doing? How you doing? Uh, I don't know what's what's new. What's the week been like? Has it been good? Is nice. It's nice for me because boy, oh boy, these fall temperatures. 
They seem to be here to stay. It was a little little hot today, but not really. Not really that hot, though. Not that hot. I mean, it got near 80, but I don't know. It didn't feel super 80-ish. I gotta... I gotta, I gotta open this window. I know, I know. Now you can hear the outside. That's, you know, it's unprofessional. But nobody ever said that this was a professional podcast. My my annoying listeners would tell you this is anything but a professional podcast. He can't even pronounce the word podcast without flipping all over the place. <sighs> Fucking idiot. All right, let's let's jump right into it. Uh, let's see. You know, I'm I was gonna start with the NFL stuff, but I'm not. I'm gonna start with a little, little sounding board theater. When was the last time we did sounding board theater? I don't even remember. There hasn't been much. Either I haven't been reading it as much, or there just hasn't been as much sounding board theater. And that's not that's not bad. A little atmosphere outside. A little some crickets. The sounds of the cars whizzing by on the highway. The highways and byways of life. Life's many comings and goings, wheelings and dealings. And yet here we are, gathered together, episode uh, 61. Yeah, this is episode 61. We're rapidly approaching episode 69. 69! That's my, that's my best Ronnie the limo driver. Yeah, 69! Oh, anyways, let's. So, sounding board theater. Listen, this is a week ago. This is September tenth. Last week, one week ago. Today's the seventeenth. I'm recording this on a Thursday. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's football on tonight. We got to get to the football. That's why you tune in, right? That's why everybody tunes in to hear the football picks <laughs> from the experts right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. You know. So, oh, what happened to it? Where did it go? I just lost. Uh, there we go. <clears throat> so this was this was 5:30 p.m. 5:31 p.m. to be precise. Uh, last Thursday, September 10th, Tyler Webster posted to the Nashua Civic Sounding Board, trying to be a nice fellow, trying to be a, a solid, upstanding citizen, a good, decent member of the community. And the, the Tyler Webster <laughs> writes, "If your name is Todd and you were at Fotine's Market around 5:20 p.m., your bank card is with the cashier." I found it on the ground inside. Have a nice night. <clears throat> Jesus, sorry. I could. That's the thing. I could go back. There's nothing live about this. I could go back and delete that, but I'm not going to, because this is how low class this podcast is. This is this is what you get. You get the sound of crickets chirping outside. You know, these are the sounds of September. The sounds of late summer, and you get me. Uh, you know, a little gassy, a little, a little belchy, a little belchy this evening. I have not been responsible today with my eating choices. I have not been responsible. I had, I'll get to Sounding Board Theater. I had a sneaker on, uh, this morning, early this morning. The kids were, you know, school, remote school was underway. They kind of, they kind of have their own thing going on. They don't, they don't really need me for much, which is perfect because I don't have, I don't have time for their shit. I got my own shit going on, and uh, so, uh, so, so, so I, I was gonna go for a walk, go do my two miles that I usually do. Uh, I try to get up before work and do my two miles in the morning, but 
you know, today wasn't one of those days because I got to bed for the second straight night, well after one o'clock. And uh, uh, so, so I was going to take a, you know, I had done some stuff, I had a little free time. Two miles takes, uh, you know, 35, 40 minutes. It doesn't take that long. And so, yeah, I was going to just, just bust out, get my sneakers on, and go for a little little walk. A little two miles. A little brisk two miles. And then uh, I get a call. And I get to... Anyway, I got, I, got, I got sidetracked with some work stuff. And so I spent about three hours sitting at my desk with one sneaker on and then one barefoot, uh, you know, trying to feverishly do some, do some stuff. And so that threw off everything, because usually I start out with a good two miles. I weigh myself. Generally, the last couple days, I've been pretty pleased with the results, shocked with the results, because my food uh, choices haven't been so great, but my exercise choices have, and so it's the exercise has uh, has beaten out the uh, the food choices, and it's, you know, it's good results on the scale. Today, I didn't weigh myself, because by, uh, by the time I put my other sneaker on, it was 2.30 in the afternoon, and then by the time I realized I'm not going for a walk right now, I still have a ton of shit to do. I just took my sneakers off, and now I'm still sitting here in my socks. Anybody who knows me, you know, I, I hate socks. Anytime. I don't care what time of year, what time of day. I, I despise socks, and yet I've had socks on the entire day. It's disgusting. Uh, what was my point? Uh, well, just, yeah, so my... So I had uh, every intention of being responsible like I am every day, going for my little two-mile walk. It's kind of a routine. It's a habit. It's, it's all that stuff. Didn't get to it. And so the rest of the day just completely slipped away with me. I was so busy. I usually, you know, I make, a, I make a berry medley. I put some grapes, red grapes. I put some blackberries. I put some blueberries. Sometimes, it's, you know, some strawberries. Occasionally, uh, maybe I throw some raspberries in there. I'm not a huge raspberry guy. They're not my favorite berry. Uh, but, uh, okay, once in a while, once in a while. I mean, the red grapes, that's that's my favorite. But, yeah, blueberries and blackberries. I mix it in a bowl. I don't mix it. I just dump I, d I dump fruit into a bowl, and I call it a berry medley because it makes me feel like my my, my life is uh, more significant than it is. Like, I, I, instead of just sitting down and saying, like, I'm eating a fucking bowl of fruit that I just dumped into a bowl, I say, ah, it's time for my berry medley. And then I feel I feel uh, more alive that, that that way when I say things like that. So it's, I didn't have my berry medley. I didn't have uh, the the stew that I usually have. I was in just no time, so I, I had a bagel. I put a bagel in the toaster. That was my lunch with a bunch of cream cheese, and I had I, uh, I, I just, too much. It's just too much. This giant brownie that Kim made uh, for my youngest, uh, who turned nine, who turned nine. Earlier this week, happy birthday to Kalen. God damn, nine years old. This was, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, so Kimmy made a made a brownie thing with with peanut butter frosting in the middle, and I just oh my god, are you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh, anyways, it's been it's it's been a bad day for for <laughs> for eating choices, and uh, and I didn't get my miles in. I so 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 I don't know. Uh, that's it. So so I'm a little uh, yeah, I'm a little belchy. I guess I'm a little belchy today here on the Birthday Boy Podcast where, where anything can happen, including flatulence. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to this. Uh, Tyler Webster on the Sounding Board Theater. If your name is Todd and you were at Fotein's Market, F-O-T-E-E-N's Market, I don't even know what that is. I've never even heard of it. Around 5.20 p.m., your bank card is with the cashier. I found it on the ground inside. Have a nice night. That's nice. That's sweet. He found a card. Hey, Todd. 
you out there, Todd, you lost your bank card. We have it. It's with the cashier at Fotine's Market. And, uh, <laughs> uh, this Todd, <laughs> Todd has some bears. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <clears throat> so anyways, uh, uh, so like Todd, you ought to like hang out and stuff, get some bears. <laughs> I found your fake ID, Todd. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, so, so the first comment, of course, because everyone's a piece of shit. Sean Levesque. Uh, by the way, everybody, everybody here uh, either has the name Levesque, or I don't know if you pronounce it. I, I, I don't think you say Gagnon. 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 G a g n o n. Gagnon and Levesque. That's like everybody. Like New Hampshire is just this big incestuous uh, thing, massive land. And it's all from it's all just like French Canadians who came down into New Hampshire and just fucked the shit out of their relatives because everybody has the name either Levesque or Gagnon, Gagnon, Gagnon. I swear to you, there's a couple others. There's there's two or three other last names, and they're all French. It's all French Canadians. I mean, when you drive into New Hampshire, the sign says Bienvenue. Bienvenue, uh, New Hampshire. Anyway, so Sean Levesque responds to this, simply correcting Tyler's spelling of fo-teens. And he goes, it's fo, fo it's not fo-teens, it's fo-teens. F-O-T-E-N-E-S. Fotines. <laughs> and it's like, oh Christ, here we go. So Tyler responds, oh my lord, don't you have any other people to bother, my dear? And Sean Levesque says, nope, not at all. You're my target today. <laughs> Linda V. Ryan then responds, your, Y-O-U, apostrophe R-E, because idiot Sean Levesque wrote, your, Y-O-U-R, my target today. Linda Ryan says, you, your, Y-O-U-R-E. Sean Levesque responds, get a life, grammar Nazi. <laughs> David Cates says, well, that escalated quickly. Sean Levesque says, I'm good at that. Nikki Taylor responds to Linda saying, Irony is a bitch. I love this. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Linda responds, I couldn't resist. Nikki then responds, I'm glad you did. Otherwise, I would have. Linda says, uh, Nope, just. Uh, Linda then responds to Sean, who called her a grammar Nazi, and says, Nope, just a teacher. Not to mention, I believe it is a proper noun and needs to be capitalized. Too much? Sean Levesque responds, Happy for you. <laughs> uh, Mara C. Arayuzi. The corrector stands corrected. Sean responds. Sean Levesque responds. You might want to check your spelling if you want to open your pie hole. <laughs> Who says that? Who says pie hole? Uh, Mara C. Arayuzi responds. I wasn't correcting you, fool. I'm laughing at the irony. <laughs> and then there's the Michael Jackson eating popcorn. Uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh... <laughs> Tim Tim Dolan to Sean Levesque says, thanks for the correct spelling. I had no idea what he was talking about. Because <laughs> he missed it, what, like a letter was one letter off. Uh, Anna O'Donnell says, what a good deed. Don't mind Sean. He's having problems accepting his micropenis and likes to try and help his manhood by degrading others. Then Tyler Webster, the original poster... 
who was going back and forth with Sean Levesque, then suddenly decides to jump in and say, let's chill out. First off, that's my uncle, and he's just giving me some shit. Please don't act like this over his smart-ass comment to me. It's like, well, where the hell were you when all the other shit was going on? And O'Donnell says, I love how everyone in this thread was attacking him, and you said absolutely nothing about it being a joke. <laughs> Tyler Webster responds, nobody is attacking him. I'm pretty sure we all had laughing reactions to that, but the name-calling is unnecessary. And <laughs> Anna O'Donnell responds, I didn't call him names. I said he has a micropenis. That's not a name. If it is a name, it's quite an unfortunate one. And then uh, responds, he was an ass to everyone in the above thread. You had ample opportunity to be like, hey, y'all, it's just a joke. He's my uncle and was just messing with me. But you didn't, so I stand by my comment. And then Tyler responds, mature. So now he's like, now he's a prick. <laughs> this is, these are adults. This is your adults with the internet. Oh my god, it's amazing. Thanks, Anna says to Tyler. Thanks, I try my best. Joshua Nangle. It seemed like you guys were serious. I understand now you guys were just joking, but Anna O'Donnell had good intentions. I think she meant to stick up for you. Hope you can see it wasn't a personal attack, just speaking out to what looked like a bully. Anna O'Donnell says, thanks. That's exactly what happened. Georgia Marquise. Yes, perfect. I couldn't believe how nasty he is. Aren't we supposed to be nice to each other in this site? He should be removed. Oh my god. And then John Harding. Wow. This post went off the tracks, down the hill, and, and, and into the woods. Dave Cates. And sank to the bottom of the river. Oh my god. And then somebody, Dave Cates and later on said, I wonder if Todd ever got his card back. Uh, Chris Grant says, faux teens, keeping it faux real, faux show. Uh, Dan Thibodeau, Thibodeau, I got suspended a few weeks ago for making a comment that did not answer the original poster's question. Where's the consistency? Now it's like the title to, oh, I got in trouble for something, why doesn't everybody? List the last name too, in case anyone here knows him. They should have to show an ID when they go to pick up. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a bunch of Todd's. Every Todd in town, actually, you know what, probably every Todd in town is running. Like, but what's going to happen? Todd's going to go, I mean, how stupid is that logic? You know, this guy has the bank card. Todd's going to come in and be like, uh, I believe you uh, I believe you have uh, my bank card. My name's Todd. Uh, okay, Todd, what's your last name? Uh, Todd. <laughs> I, like, don't know. <laughs> My name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. Okay, Mr. Burns, what's your first name? I don't know. <laughs> Todd's going to go in. Yes, uh, yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Todd. I, I believe you have my bank card. Uh, okay, Todd, I'm uh, just going to need your last name. Oh, uh, can you just show me the card and then it'll jog my memory of what my last name is? Oh my god. By the way, what a nice thing to surrender the card instead of using it there, carrying people out there still. Yeah, I mean, to some degree, and then, and then it, but it always turns into that. Even when something nice happens, it always turns to shit. It's the greatest. Uh, little sounding board of theater. Uh, yeah, my name's like. Todd, I, <laughs> I think you have my credit card. Uh, uh, hey, baby. Uh, this is Todd. <laughs> you have my credit card? <laughs> okay. 
I like can't remember my last name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like Todd. <laughs> I can't. That's not how Beavis laughs. <laughs> Beavis doesn't laugh like Butthead. <laughs> it's hard to do. I used to be able to do it better. <laughs> All right, that's. I need. I need water. Stick around. That was Sounding Word Theater, and there's plenty more to come here on the Old Birthday Boy Podcast. Uh, so, like, stick around. <laughs> I wonder if some kind of vision of sunlight, but our hands fall from your left, from our Nation right. of language. So you go back to church to replant the field. September again. Turn that down, please. My goodness. September. What is this called again? September. Oh, September again. By Nation of Language. It's it is September again. That's the thing. That's what a fitting title. What a what a what a clever pick. Whoever cho- chose the music, the very much uh, licensed and copyrighted uh, music. What a great choice. It is September again, but it's already, it's up more than halfway over. What the fuck? <sighs> Which, you know what that means. October is going to be here, and just as soon as it gets here, it's going to be gone. Blink, and October is gone. I'm already, I'm, it's, it's September 17th. I'm already depressed that in, a, in like five weeks, six weeks, October will be over. I mean, what the, f- I, the? That's me. That's what I do. I get up on Saturday morning, and I'm already not so much these days, because I'm pretty content with work and that kind of thing. But I've had, I think I've talked about it on the podcast. I had, I had when I worked uh, Robert Half in Florida, which was a shithole, fucking garbage dump of a job, uh, in a garbage dump of a city, West Palm Beach. What a fuckhole that is. Fuck that place. Anyway. When uh, when I worked there, uh, the brief three months that I was with Robert Half, I would feel kind of okay on Friday night, and then by about ten or eleven o'clock on Saturday, I was dreading Monday morning, dreading, just, oh my god, yeah, it's the stuff of nightmares, baby. It's the stuff of nightmares. Uh, what do I want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about how I'm going to fade this music out for realsies, and I wanted to talk about a couple th- a couple things uh, here on the Birthday Boy podcast, uh, and I think I'm going to start with, oh uh, yeah, that's right. Of course, we're gonna start with good old football. Dun 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 Football Football doo doo Football is back on TV Let's get the old uh, results here So let's run through this real quick Week one I did uh, I did okay I you know As long as I'm above 50% I'm pretty happy uh, you know 50% correct on my picks 
Well, you had the Texans and the Chiefs last Thursday night. I picked the Chiefs. I was right about that one. Uh, so there's one. Seattle Seahawks. What? Where are the Seahawks? Oh, the Seahawks and the Falcons. The Falcons. The Seahawks won that game, which I had picked. Got that one. How's about, uh, what else? Buffalo and the Jets. It looks like... Buffalo won, and I was correct. Uh, okay, so Kansas City, Seattle, Buffalo got those. How about Chicago and uh, whoever they played? Detroit. I picked Chicago. Guess who won? Chicago. How about Green Bay and Minnesota? Looks like it looks like the birthday boy knows a thing or two about the NFC North because the uh, the Green Bay the Green Bay Packers defeated the Minnesota Vikings. Ah yes, what a day for football. Uh, how about New England Patriots? Cam Newton making his debut on the New England Patriots. I find it that I'm so conflicted after just not being able to stand his person, not being able to stand his personality. I cannot stand his personality. Uh, and now I, what am I going to do? I'm going to root against him? No, I'm going to root for him because, you know, he does better. The team does better. So <laughs> go Cam Newton. Yeah. Eh, whatever. It's all good. Seems like a nice enough fellow. Just, you know, the IQ of a pebble. But, you know, so was Tom Brady. So was Rob Rankowski. And I really, frankly, I couldn't stand either of their personalities for different reasons either. But I was happy to root for them when they were winning for this team. So, Cam Newton. I mean, let's be honest. Newton, he has to be smarter than Gronk, right? He just, you know, he seems like an imbecile, but, I mean, Gronk is like a special kind of imbecile. Uh, anyways, the Patriots won against the Dolphins. That was cool. Happy with that. Uh, what happened next? Philadelphia somehow lost to the Washington football team. I don't know how, but they did. So, fuck you, Philadelphia. You just, you suck every possible kind of way. What about the Las Vegas Raiders? The Raiders defeated the Carolina Panthers 34-30. I picked the Raiders, so I got that one. The Colts, Indiana, the Indianapolis Colts lose to the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, well, you suck, Phillip Rivers, so Indy lost, so that's I, I picked you to win. First Andrew Luck leaves the team, now Phillip Rivers can't win a game. OJ's going to have to make a trip out to Indy, I guess. Settle a few scores once and for all. Uh, yeah, Baltimore, the Ravens, no surprise there. Destroyed the Browns, 38-6, to my God. Cincinnati, a hard-fought battle, a debut for Joe Burrow, and yet the Los Angeles Superchargers won the day, 16-13. to It's a loss for me, though, because I picked Cincinnati. Uh, what, about, what about Tampa Bay? Tom Brady making his Tampa Bay Buccaneers debut all the way out there in New Orleans and they lost but I mean New Orleans that's a that's like a you know NFC North champions that's that's one of the best teams in the NFC so you know if it happens every week then I mean yeah that's it Tom Brady that's that's over that's over before it began but we'll see We'll see what happens. But they lost. I was wrong. Tampa Bay. That was stupid of me to pick Tampa Bay. But I picked them. And they lost. San Francisco. Uh, Super Bowl hangover, perhaps? I don't know. But they lost to the Cardinals. 
Are the Cardinals good? Are the 49ers bad? I don't know, but that's the talk of Overreaction Monday, from the, which is the, you know the first week of the NFL season when everybody thinks that any team that lost, they have one loss and that's their season's over, and any team that won is going to the fucking Super Bowl. So who knows? It's one game. San Francisco lost, and that's that. And I was wrong because I picked San Francisco. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams defeated the Dallas Cowboys. Thank God. I don't give a shit who's playing them. As long as the Cowboys lose, I'm happy. Because fuck the Cowboys. Fuck Jerry Jones. Now, now these, uh, these, these boys here ain't gonna kneel and disrespect the flag and the troops and all the other bullshit we made up uh, so we could pretend to be angry about somebody kneeling to protest racial injustice and, and civil liberties being denied. I know, I know that's what they say they're kneeling for, but as far as I'm concerned, because I'm one of them guys who made up shit, it's disrespecting the troops. Fuck you, Jerry Jones, you old racist piece of shit. I can't wait until you're buried in the ground. Uh, well, anyways, uh, the Rams beat the Cowboys 20-17. to <laughs> I got that one right. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Giants. I was right about that. And I was wrong about Denver, who lost to the Titans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I timed that one nicely. So, Titans won the... I should have I, I should have known better, because the Titans beat the Patriots last year in the playoffs. So I should have known the Titans would, would have had that one. That was... Shame on me. Anyways, let's get into this week's action. Week 2! It starts tonight with Cincinnati taking on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Bengals at Browns. I mean, the Bengals are going to win. Please. Please. Uh, let's see. What's going to happen? Then the Panthers head to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Oh. Do the Panthers win? You think the Panthers? No. I'm going with Tampa Bay. Patriots head to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. I'm sorry. Oh, I hate doing this. I'm, I'm not supposed to do this. But I'm picking the Seahawks. The New York football giants take on the Chicago Bears. I'm going with the Chicago Bears. Falcons, Cowboys. I hope the Cowboys lose, but I think the Falcons will lose. And I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys. Lions take on the Packers. There's no way that the Packers will lose, so I'm picking Green Bay. Titans and Jaguars, I'm going with Tennessee. Vikings and Colts. Oh, boy. Oh, this is a... I'm going to regret this, but I'm going with Indy. Bills, Dolphins, let's go with Buffalo, but really, who gives a shit? 49ers and the Jets. Oh, boy. I take back everything I said about the Bills-Dolphins. Uh, I'll actually watch some of that. I'll check that out on Red Zone. 49ers-Jets. God, who cares? Uh, but I'm going to take uh, San Francisco, of course. I'm an idiot. The Rams. The Rams are going to beat the Eagles. I'm, I'm already out of music. Oh. Son of a bitch. Let's see. Oh. Hey, there we go. Oh, one of my favorites. Come on. It's that great Sam Spence NFL film soundtrack. Yeah. 
gonna pick more games on the birthday boy podcast tonight few more games left to pick okay uh what, what did i pick the rams over the eagles okay great uh did i write that down yes broncos and broncos and the steelers uh there's no way the broncos it's got to be the steelers right it has to be i think the broncos are probably a bunch of stinkers Washington football team and the Arizona Cardinals. Boy, oh boy, I don't know. I gotta pick something though, cause I'm gonna run out of music again. I, Cardinals. I think the. I think that comeback was nice, but they're not gonna have. I don't think. I, I watch Washington go and win the Super Bowl. A team with no fucking name. Chiefs Chargers. I think that's gonna be a great game. Oh, I hope that's on. I hope we get that one on CBS. Uh, or I hope it's, you know, it'll be on Red Zone a lot. Hopefully lots of lots of scoring. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. The Chiefs are going to win that one, though. Ravens and Texans. Oh, I'll go with the Ravens. The, ba- the Baltimore Ravens, Cliffy. They eat their oatmeal before every game. And finally, the Saints. Oh, the Saints and the Raiders. Do I dare? Do I dare pick the Raiders? No, I, I can't do that. I'm going to pick... Fuck. I wrote down New Orleans. I'm going to go with New Orleans. And those are my picks for week two of the NFL. Take a swig of the old water. I'm really liking this song. The Avalanches Running Red Lights. Featuring Rivers Cuomo. That's nice. It's a nice little, uh... Oh, what just happened? Jesus Christ. This is this is heart attack city here. Come on, Kimba. Oh Jesus Christ! I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. The fucking Celtics game is on. I. This is. This is like back in the day watching the Hornets. Usually once a week. Well, no, it wasn't that frequent. Every couple of weeks, I guess we'd go down to the games because there were six bucks for a ticket. And just yelling at Kimba Walker and yelling at Josh McRoberts and Gerald Henderson and MKG and Big uh, Big Al Jefferson. He was pretty. He was a good hand. That was a good. He was a good center, but good big man. I, I thought. I don't know what the hell happened to him. I guess he's you know he's retired. I suppose. Oh God, it was just it was stressful, but not really because their record was always kind of in the tank. Even when they were pretty good, they were never like that good. So you never expected much, and now. Oh, good. Was that? Kim- oh no, it wasn't Kimba. It was. Uh, it was what's his name? Uh, but the game game two is on now. Miami. I mean, the Celtics should have won that fucking game one, the Eastern Conference Finals the other night, and they lost these overtime games. And I just sit there in bed screaming. And the irony is, I want I want Kimba Walker to finally get a championship. I want to get another ring. But then I, the guy that I'm yelling at most of the time, you know. You got Smart and Tatum and all these guys, you know, 
doing really well, and then Kimba's just... I don't know, sometimes he drives to the hole, and then sometimes he's like, I don't know, I'll just pass this a bunch. I don't, I don't, I don't... I just don't follow his logic all the time. I never have. Because sometimes he can just... Boy, this little guy just... Doo -doo -doo -doo, sneaks right up there and... Lays one in, and then other times you think like, Yeah, take the shot! Shoot your shot, Kemba! And then he... And then he just like, Oh, here comes the shot! And then he passes it to somebody. And, it's, and then nothing happens. I, I, I love Kemba. I just, want him, I just want him to win, but then... Uh, the irony is... I'm watching him and he's, he's kind of stinking up the last couple stinking up the joint the last couple times huh <sighs> anyway anyway I can't I can't take this but it's fun to have basketball in fucking August and September what a weird how crazy anyway so right now tied okay it's tied nine nine to nine they're tied at nine with 849 to go in the ninth quarter oh I guess first quarter Okay, all right, all right. The Heat missed the layup there. Come on, Kemba. Kemba dribbling up, driving up court. Oh, he passes the Tice who jams it in. Yeah, come on, baby. <clears throat> that was a, that's, I mean, Kemba, when Kemba, you know, sometimes he passes a little too much, and then when he does, sometimes he does it just right. But then at the same time, the Celtics team is a team that's like, Kimba's passing too much, and the rest of the guys aren't passing enough. Oh, no, for three. Oh. All right, that's a nice little three-point shot for my... Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Uh, Mr. Lanky, lanky white guy gets a three. That's great. That's fun. Duncan Robinson. Whoever the fuck that is. Okay, all right. You, you didn't tune in to hear play-by-play -play of a game that by the time you hear this is going to be long over, so... What the? What just happened? Kimba tried to. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? Kimba passes the ball and then they fucking steal it. The fucking pa who the hell are you passing to? The the Miami Heat, Kimba. And then there's smart. That's not so smart. Go, shooting for three. You don't need to shoot three. You're down by one. Enough with this crap. That okay? Offensive foul. I hope it better better be an offensive foul called. Oh, I shouldn't have this on. I'm trying to do a... Oh, by the way, are we on? Yes. Oh, hi, friends. Sorry. This is... This is... This is maddening. This is... This is... Huh. Huh. Anyway. <clears throat> okay. Let me just... Uh, let me just defibrillate myself for a sec there. <laughs> Um, excuse me. Oh, oh, good. Oh, so it was a defensive foul somehow? Yeah, that's great. Because the Heat are now, they're taking free throws. Sure. Sure, sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why the fuck not? <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, so anyways, a couple things. I, I, I see what I'm, what I'm, what I wrote down here. Uh, you know, oh, I, I, here's something. By the time you, you hear this podcast... Hopefully, if I can get everything to work right, I've got some new art. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, my buddy Jay Cook, Jay Cook Art, if you go into Facebook. <clears throat> by the way, just Nate, since I'm uh, promoting since I'm promoting good buddies here, uh, just Nate had a live show from his driveway uh, not long ago, a couple weeks ago, a little, a little late summer, uh, I believe it was on a Saturday night. It was a Friday or a Saturday, I can't remember. But if you go to Just Nate on Facebook, you can watch. It's about an hour long, give or take, a little hour and change maybe. 
And uh, then the Heat steal the ball again. That's going to be an easy... Oh, oh, Kimba! Oh, oh, baby! There's Kimba. Stole the ball back. Yeah, sometimes Kimba... That's the thing about Kimba Walker. Sometimes you just start to get frustrated, and then Kimba steals the ball, and then... And then he, you know, does what Kimball Walker does, which is he passes it. And But, hey, this time he passed it to somebody who scored two points. So, five, well, great. That's great. That's great. Uh, anyways, uh, what was it? Just Nate. So, so, so Nate had a, you know, if you go on to Just Nate on Facebook, you check it out. He had a little a little mini concert. He had the big, uh, the big speakers out there. The whole neighborhood was gathered around. He had it on Facebook Live. All the neighbors... Enjoying it around there, the beautiful little setting there, on the pond. Uh, it's very nice, very nice surprise. I had to. I only caught the first few minutes of it live because the kids and I were on our way to one of the final trips to the to the pool of the season, and then came back and watched it later that night. Watched the uh, watched the encore presentation, and quite quite enjoyed it. I love when Nate plays uh, "Send Me on My Way." That. Uh, the rusted root tune. He's that's great. He's got the whistling. He does you know, Yeah, he does it all. He, he does it. Anyways, but uh, do it. J. Let's see. J. Cook Art. J. A. Y. C. O. O. K. J. Cook Art. If you go to J. Cook Art, I mean, this guy does you know just such a tremendous, a tremendous talent. <laughs> uh, he really is. I mean, it's it's unbelievable since. As long as I've known the kid, I, I, I met the kid in sixth grade. We were in a homeroom together, and hit it off. You know, funny motherfucker, and we would make each other laugh. And uh, uh, just a great guy, really great dude. And uh, yeah, I, I commissioned Mr. Jay Cook to do a little podcast, a new cover art, and uh, and he delivered this past week, and uh, it's it's pretty crazy. And you will hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, you'll see it on, hopefully I can get it on the podcast thing to replace the old cover art and put on the new cover art. And I don't know, I guess I, I mean, I'll describe it a little bit, <clears throat> but it's, it's me. And, <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm doing a podcast. Let's see, let me open this up. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting at, at the computer I've got the red uh, headphones on, which is stunningly accurate. Uh, I got the I got the hair. I got the big hair. Uh, you know, I think I think uh, I think maybe Jay was a little uh, maybe a little too much of the uh, of the fatness around the cheeks. But again, it's a caricature, so I get it. But Jesus Christ, it's not uh, it's not off as far as resembling me. Uh, he's got the glasses, and I mean that's that's me, the facial hair. Uh, I'm I'm eating pizza, <laughs> which I don't think I don't think I've done that in the history of the Birthday Boy podcast. Have I eaten pizza while podcasting? But I think in honor of this picture of this drawing, I might have to do that next time. Get myself a piece of pizza and uh, and podcast. And for for reasons that I'm not fully clear on, I'm. <laughs> I'm podcasting in the bathroom, and there's a toilet next to me. Um, although the way that the uh, the dimensions for when you put art, you know, cover art in a podcast, you may not see that. I may have to. Well, the full the full image will be on Facebook, 
but on the on the podcast itself it'll probably it'll just be me in the in the desk where I'm podcasting but what a fucking talented son of a bitch you've got like I'm in the bathroom podcast I've got a Hawaiian shirt on um which I've I have never worn a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> or eaten a pizza or podcasted from the bathroom but I'm in this picture eating pizza next to the toilet doing a podcast uh, but man, it's, it is some kind of fucking drawing here. I mean, just the talent. And then I've, I, I think this must've taken, you know, weeks, months. Uh, I guess it, it took a, a few hours unless he was being sarcastic. Like one of those, like, yeah, it took a couple hours, like a couple days worth of hours. Maybe he meant, um, but it's just great. And I, you know, I asked for something, I asked for something like that. And I said, you know, do your thing, be creative and, uh, you know, show me what you got and uh, yeah this was pretty cool and i guess jay asked the other night to do uh i sent him a picture of the actual podcast desk so i don't know if he's going to do another one that's not next to the toilet um but i asked jay what the uh what the thoughts were on the toilet and he said uh because the <laughs> because something well, let me let me read the exact thing uh, okay. How did you come up with it? Uh, I said, listen, I, I said, you're so talented, man. How did you come up with it? The details are unbelievable. This must have taken forever. Yep, a few hours. So I, I guess that's maybe sarcasm. It took, I would I would think, no matter how good you are, and Jay is really good, uh, you know, he does these caricatures, and that's what this this drawing basically is a caricature i can't imagine well maybe it did i mean he does these caricatures. he does he'll set himself up in the park or somewhere and he'll do caricature you know people come along and he'll do the caricature but that's just so detailed i figured it had to take forever but i ha i don't have any talent to draw things so i don't know it takes me it takes me half a day to do a stick figure uh, Jay said, I just started with your face and then the look back is a great way to open up the scene in front of the character instead of what's behind him. I wanted to show the mic and the computer. The bathroom implies family, but also the language used. So because I, I guess because it's a fucking, you know, foul mouth podcast, <laughs> I guess because the, the podcast is in the toilet. There's a lot of toilet humor here on the old birthday boy podcast. I mean, I did what, uh, 45 minutes ago I belched real loud and I didn't delete it. So yeah, sure. I, um, but anyways, I think it's, I think it's really, man. I mean, his talents are on display in this, uh, in this image here, in the, in this drawing that he did. Uh, that's something that I couldn't do. If I tried, if I sat there and slowly, carefully over the course of many months or even years tried to, I, even if I tried to trace this thing, I would fuck it up. So to be able to have a brain and a connection to your arm and your hand and a pencil that allows you to do something like this in that kind of way, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing talent. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm envious of these talented friends of mine who can draw and sing and play the guitar. That's really something. So you'll see this. Uh, you'll see this on the Birthday Boy Facebook page. This, this drawing that that Jay Jay Cook Art uh, did for me, and you'll see it on the uh, on the podcast. You know, because I, I think I'll probably replace the current the old picture of me uh, from the Lapoopy era, standing at at Stewart's in my in my in my Stewart uniform 
uh, I think I'll yeah I'll replace it with this. But Jay asked, I sent him a picture of uh, of my current workspace where I do the podcasts. So I don't know if he's if Jay is uh, I don't know if Jay is cooking up something else because uh, he mentioned uh, what did he say? I can tell you exactly what he said. Uh, send me a photo of your actual podcast space, encapsulating as much of the setup as possible. The reason is so I can make a more accurate one, this time with an actual cake, because I'm the birthday boy. Uh, so in any event, if that's if that's on the way, that's exciting too. I mean, like, not necessary, but damned if I'm not excited to see if Jay Cook's got something else coming my way. And, uh, yeah, so this was, I was happy to, uh, happy to commission the cookie man to do a little art I should I should commission all of my artist friends, which would, I mean that would be like a year's, <laughs> that would be a year's salary because I I can't even I have I mean every basically every friend that I have, including my wife, including my kids, are these super talented artists of you know drawing and painting and all these things. Uh, I would love I should you know once every every so often I mean I couldn't I can't afford to do it all the time but you know. Maybe maybe once a year, maybe once a year, I commission a different friend to do some podcast art, and then that that becomes the uh, that becomes the background or the the podcast cover art for the year or something like that. I think that you know, because I got man, my buddy Ray, I got Double J. There's so many, uh, yeah. There's there's too many people. There's too many, and like, it would just be neat to see. Yeah. Anyway. But this is this is some this is pretty pretty unbelievable, uh, and Jay Cook is uh, is a hell of a talent, and this guy's been drawing forever and stuff that you don't see, you don't see from a lot of people like stuff that could and should be, you know, if if nothing else like in a newspaper comic strip, or a, like an animated. Se- I mean, Jay is he's 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 played around with some animation before, you know, and posted some videos on YouTube fucking talented guy so uh that should be you you should be seeing if you're listening to this podcast you should also be seeing that art because i will be posting it simultaneously uh so anyways so jay thank you man for doing that it's it's pretty unbelievable (laughs) pretty amazing dude such a fucking talented son of a bitch i really appreciate it and uh i also appreciate water and that's what I'm going to do, and then uh, we'll have more here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Still looking at this uh, drawing from Jay Cook. It's, it's crazy how people can do this. Anyway, once again, Cookie Man. Well done, sir. All right. Had some water. It's never enough, right? Mm. It's never enough. I drink this water. Yeah, it's it's fall now, so or it's close to fall. A few more days. What is it? The 17th today. So I mean, yeah, it's, it's soon. Ah, oh, it's finally, finally, it's finally here. It's finally here. I can't believe it. I can't contain myself. It's going to be fall, and it's going to be... This is the best time of the year. It's the best, because that means it's the the longest time without summer. Uh, 
you have fall, which in New England is generally pretty cool, but it's also, you know, you get some warm days, so it's not, you know, freezing your balls off, but oh, you can you can put the windows open at night, what we've been doing the last few days, and it's like in the 40s at night, and the windows open, oh my god, and then, uh, and then you get winter, and uh, winter is just, just beautiful, because then it's too cold to go anywhere, and then you just, you know, you sit around and do uh, birthday boy podcasts all the time, and watch the snowfall. It's it's magical. And then spring is, you know, spring is pretty cold too. And then it really doesn't get like super hot until May or June. So we got a long time before any any regularly consistently hot periods come back this way. And that's that's a thrill. I I feel like I mean so we moved to 10 years ago in August of 2010. We left New York after 30 years of being a New York resident from birth until age 30. We headed uh, to the old Sunshine State to go work at good old Seacoast and uh, spent a couple years there, spent three years in North Carolina, and then in 2015, five years almost to the day after moving from New York to Florida, uh, we moved from North Carolina up to New Hampshire so I could take a job right in the heart of downtown Boston. And I was so excited because it was the end of August. I thought, oh, God, fall's going to be here soon. It's going to be cold. It's going to be crisp. These great days. I'll tell you what, uh, September and October basically felt like North Carolina. In North Carolina, it gets you get a couple cool nights here at the end of September, I guess. It starts to, it starts to cool off a little bit, but it's still pretty fucking hot. Even pretty well into October, you have you have some cool days, but you also have some very hot days. It's, uh, and then, and then by November, I guess you're pretty much, you know, it's pretty nice, cool nights and, and, and warm days. It's, it's fine. Uh, but that's what it felt like here. And like Christmas Eve, we went out to a nice dinner, fancy restaurant, got the sweaters on and everything. And like, it was like 75 degrees. I thought, well, that's certainly a fluke. And then the next year it was, it was more of the same, just brutally hot summer. And then, uh. You know, a good amount of snow in the winter, but then fall just didn't stick out to September. And I remember 30 years living in New York, uh, you, you know, getting to September every year. And maybe the first week or two of September is still pretty hot, still feels like summer, but it starts to cool down a little bit, but it's still pretty hot. And then by like the second or third week of September, it's cold. It feels it's fall and it feels like fall. And these last, like, five years, 2015, 2016, 17, 18, yeah, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, this is the sixth fall uh, since we've been back in the Northeast, and five of them, it was still really hot well into September and even well into October, like, surprisingly, yeah, crisp and cool here and there, but also just, yeah, hot and humid in a way that I don't remember (laughs) from my, my first 30 years of living in the Northeast, and I always thought, God, is it just, you know, traffic and pollution and all the climate change stuff that's happening? And I'll tell you, one has to think, I mean, the last six months, ever since March, everybody's been home. Yeah, we're the summer people started to get up and go out a little bit more, but still, nobody's, uh, most people are still, if they can work remote, remotely, they are. Uh, the traffic is still way down public transportation traffic is still way down. I mean, so you got to think, I don't I mean, right. It doesn't, uh, 
I don't, I don't think it's any small coincidence has been like traffic has been on the on the increase for the last however many years and it's just been getting hotter and hotter and staying hotter later well into September well into October even in cold places like Boston and New Hampshire and New England and uh, and now we've been uh, six months without driving around a lot and like 70% of people didn't go on vacation this summer myself being one of them and I, you know anyways so that's nice and soon enough we'll go back to just you know killing ourselves with uh with the the pollution and everything and the the emissions the co2 emissions and all that but uh hey for now it's nice because it feels like it feels like the way i remembered september feeling like before we moved south and then came back <laughs> to find this the fall in the Northeast felt very similar to fall in the Carolinas. Anyway, what was I going to say? Don't know. I guess anyway, it was just, just nice to have it feeling, feeling like fall. It's fall. It feels like fall. I'm out, you know, sometimes early in the morning for a nice walk. See my breath feels crisp, feels good late at night. Feels cool, feels comfortable. It's it's just great. Crack open those windows. Oh, it's the best. It's the most magical, wonderful time of the year. Going to Spirit Halloween every Wednesday. Just for fun. It's all good, man. Uh, what did I want to talk about? Quibi. Did I want to talk about Quibi? Yes. So I've been, I've been watching some Quibi. And if you don't know what that is, which most people don't, it's that app that came out sometime this year or last year, I don't know. And it's it's little it shows and they're they're like every episode is maybe like 7 10 minutes long, maybe even 5 minutes long, between 5 and 10 minutes long on the average each of these episodes, give or take. And so but really what that means, it's it, you're basically watching a movie. You're you're watching a, a an hour, maybe hour and 10 maybe hour and 30 minute movie just chopped up into uh, you know eight or nine or ten parts and uh I, I fucking love it because for me if anyone's like me uh you watch uh 96 of your of your viewing is done uh you know on the old uh well on the old seat where the uh dishwasher repairman barges in on you so quibi is perfect for that Cause uh, you know, there I am pooping, watch a seven-minute thing, and uh, and then uh, yeah, and before I know it, I've I've watched an entire season of some little seven-minute show. There's some pretty good shit in there. They've got the new season of Reno 911 is on there. Not as funny as before, but it's nice to see the whole cast back. And there's still some very funny moments. And it's seven minutes. Every you can bang through the whole season on a you know just on a Friday night sitting around the TV, as we did. They've got uh, a dangerous game with uh, with Christoph Waltz, you know, a little little modern-ish take on it because it's in a city and the guy, uh, the Hemsworth guy, is is dying of brain tumors or something, and he's like, well, I could make it very uh, lucrative for you. You could pay you a million dollars every hour you stay alive. That's my best Christoph Waltz. I don't know. What's a bingo? I, I can't do it. I could do butthead. <laughs> so I like pay you to stay alive. 
but I'm going to, like, hunt you down, baby. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Beavis and Butthead, most dangerous game. Uh, okay, Celtics are up 35-33. to 33. Uh, yeah, He just scored three points. Got that. They were 35-30. They were to 30. All right, just come on. Just keep keep at it, boys. Keep at it, boys. You can do this. You gotta win this game too. You gotta win this game too because, uh, you know, you know, you go down, you go down 0 and two in a, in, a, in a finals type situation. That's that's not so great. That's not to say you can't come back, but uh, you know, you wanna you wanna tie this thing up here a little bit, get a little momentum going. Okay, okay, all right. No no more commenting on that. So anyway, Quibby, uh, yeah, the dangerous game, the Reno thing. Uh, and then there's this show that I watched this week called Wireless, which was fantastic, I thought. I don't think Quibi costs that much. And I think I might still be getting it for free because I got like I signed up and it was like some ridiculous, I want to say six months free. I don't know. It was a whole bunch of free Quibi. And then after that, it's only, I, I feel like it's five bucks a month. I don't know. It's it's nothing. It's not. It's a nothing. So I'm happy to pay for it. I don't care. And it's something different. I wanted to. I wanted to do well. Everybody shits on Quibi. I don't know if they shit on Quibi. I just don't think anybody really knows or cares about Quibi. But you got like, yeah, a lot of these shows with big star. You know, Christoph Waltz and uh, you know all these other guys. So this uh, the kid who I guess plays. Uh, he he was in um, uh, Ready Player One. He was the main guy. The Percival guy in Ready Player One. He's, I think he's Cyclops on the newer X Men movies. And uh, he's this kid who's, it's like New Year's Eve, and he's driving to the frat house or something. He's out in Colorado in the Mount, you know, University of Boulder or something. And uh, he, uh, you know, it's a whole thing. And every episode, episode one is 100%, then episode two is 90% because that's how much battery he has on his phone because he doesn't have his charger. And he's takes the way that the roads closed and the blizzard's coming, and naturally he's, he's an idiot, so he takes the other, he takes the closed road, and he gets stuck, and blah blah blah. I'm gonna give away too much. I think it's fantastic, and they have this whole, uh, there's this whole gimmick where, because uh, Quibi, you can't, there's no Quibi on a on a Roku or on an Amazon or a you know a stick or an Apple TV or something, because. Quibi wants you watching it on your mobile device. They want you to watch it on your phone or your iPad, um, you know, your tablet, your smartphone, because that's uh, that's how it's. I don't know. It's, it's supposed to be like TV on the go, right? Like, I don't know why any other TV would be TV on the go because you can watch it all on your phone, but you also have the choice to watch it on a big TV too. So. But for the show Wireless. It's a little bit different because this kid, he's he's stranded out in the mountains in a blizzard. He has his phone, which, you know, the battery is, he's losing battery with every passing episode. What you do is you watch it in widescreen and, you you know, it's like watching the movie, watching the show. You're seeing the kid and this guy in his car doing all this stuff. And then anytime he uses his phone, you tilt your phone back to the... Uh, you know the vertical, the vertical view, and now you're looking at what he's looking at on his phone. So he gets a text, you tip it, and you read the text. 
um, that's not all that exciting. But then when you know he does like he'll call and FaceTime uh, you know one of the bros from the frat house, and you you're watching the FaceTime call. But you can also tip it back uh, sideways and see you know and see him talking on the you know in the in the, the cinematic view. And then you can flip back and you can see the GPS. You know, he'll, he'll be looking at his GPS to see where he is in the mountains. You know, all these little things. It's a, you know, and then you kind of, and, and then sometimes he'll, you know, when he's not texting, you're, you're looking at him through the, the camera on the phone. It's, I think it's neat. And, I, you know, I'm not usually like a big, like, okay, you know, gimmicky sort of kind of thing, but I, I thought this was really cool. And I thought it was a, I thought it was a well done show on top of that i liked i liked the show i liked how it you know i I liked the whole all the whole thing uh you know and you're kind of getting this narrative through phone calls and texts and you know you're piecing things together as he's looking back at pictures and videos on his phone and then you turn your phone vertical to see the pictures and videos that he's looking at or he's checking out like you know the ex-girlfriend's instagram and you're getting all this information and again not not always one for the, you know, I don't like the whole, like, oh, it's a second screen experience. Watch on your TV and then go to something.com or download the app to see the second screen experience. I'm like, no, I didn't just let me watch the show on one screen. And so this I thought was kind of cool. And so <laughs> so I found on Quibi they have, uh, you know, promoting that show. Addictive story, groundbreaking technology. Find out why wireless is must watch. Now streaming, Quibi. And, uh, and I, uh, you know, tweeted, I quote, quote, tweeted, retweeted the thing. And I, I wrote on, on my Twitter, I said, I said, I'm not one for gimmicks in my TV, but I really enjoyed this show and how it used the platform to provide a unique experience. And as someone who consumes most of his TV content while pooping, Quibi's seven minute episodes are perfect. I highly recommend wireless, the TV show wireless. So then a, a few hours later, I look down and I see the... I see that Quibi retweeted, quote tweeted, I guess, uh, what I had. Uh, so they, they retweeted what I said, and they wrote, stream new shows on the go, and then they crossed out on the go, and it says, stream new shows while you go. So thanks to me, Quibi itself is promoting <laughs> is promoting their own application, promoting their own app as, uh, you know, Watch our shows while you're taking a shit, just like this guy. <laughs> so you're welcome, Quibby. And then somebody tweeted that and said, uh, then somebody tweeted the Quibby thing and said, the marketing campaign worked once for Reader's Digest, so why not? Fun fact, the size of Reader's Digest periodicals were meant to fit perfectly on the tops of toilet tanks. So there you go, Quibby. TV for when you're taking a dump. And pretty good shit on there, too. I gotta say. Because I watched some of the Dangerous Game, and that's good. Uh, the Reno 911, that's good. Uh, Kim watched something with, uh, with uh, oh gosh, what's her name? You know, uh, D from, from Sunny in Philadelphia. Why do I blank on names? Because I'm, I'm now an old man. Caitlin Olson, thank you. Just came to me. Thank you, brain. Uh, there's some show with Caitlin Olson that I have to check out that Kimmy really enjoyed. That was very funny. And, uh, and Will Forte, I think is in it too. 
there's something with Kevin Hart that looks good. There's something with Ron Funches that looks good. There's like there's a lot of kind of big name celebrities on these shows. Yeah, Christoph Waltz and, and one of those Hemsworth kids is in the Dangerous Game. Uh, the wireless show I thought was really good. It's probably somewhere between 70 and 80, 90 minutes altogether. It doesn't, you know, it's 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 basically a movie. They split it up into a bunch of different parts. And now I'm watching The Stranger, which I'm really enjoying. And it has the kid who was in that movie. <laughs> it was like found footage. And these kids find, a, you know, some like glowing rock orb thing. And then this kid develops superpowers, but he becomes a total evil piece of shit. And he is also in that, uh, oh, God, that show, uh, you know what, Jason Isaacs, and he's in a mental institution, and there's one scene where they drill uh, right into the front of the kid's teeth, and it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> not, not much bothered, you know. I, I don't like gratuitous gore and violence and stuff. I really, really don't. I had to, uh, you know, I had to turn off Bad Boys 3 3 because it's just, I can't, it's enough. It's enough with the guns. It really is. Just enough. Uh, the drilling of the teeth, though, that was, that was, whoa, oh my gosh, oh, I can, I can feel it in my teeth right now, anyway, uh, him, and it's a, it's a, you know, like an Uber driver picks him up, but he's a murderer, and then, and then she's running from him, she figures out a way to get away from him, but she's running from him, but then there's things that you're wondering, like, is it really, what's really happening here, is, are we getting the full story, I feel like, I, it's uh, it's really well done. There's a lot of cool stuff, and again, you can watch these shows. They're like five, seven, ten minutes. I don't I don't work for Quibi or anything like that. Even though they're retweeting me with my with my <laughs> watch Quibi while you poop uh, marketing campaign, which let's be honest, that's like that should be the marketing campaign for every TV show and movie. <laughs> Just watch this while you're pooping, like everybody else does. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I I thought that was funny that Quibi tweeted me watch stream new shows while you go just like me and uh it was a real popular tweet for quibi it got uh two two retweets including myself and five likes so quibi <laughs> quibi's really coming up in the world <laughs> yeah i'm sure they'll be gone by uh by this time next year but i'm enjoying the programs that they have and i hope that if quibi uh doesn't last that all these shows make it to some other platform and maybe they just, you know, yeah, maybe there's, maybe they keep them split up like they do, or maybe they squish them all together. I don't know. But either way, there's a lot of good stuff on Quibi for like, uh, you know, a low price. I like when new stuff comes. I I like when some, a, a new platform comes out and it's a little bit different. They're trying something different. Anyway, uh, I'm also enjoying the Peacock network. I don't know that I would have that if it weren't for the fact that it came free because I have Comcast for my cable and internet provider. And since Comcast and NBC are, you know, so it's all all in the family there. Uh, so we get the Peacock network for free as Comcast subscribers. And uh, you get to watch Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen, you know, the sports shows during the day. I have those on in the background while I'm working. And they have a whole, and they have a bunch of different channels. You can, there's all this on-demand shit. They have Tales from the Hood on demand, which is like a movie I used to watch over and over again. Uh, and then there's, you know, the new Saved by the Bell is going to be on there uh, starting in January. I mean, 
if you're if you like watching The Office on Netflix, you're gonna you're gonna really be pissed because it's gonna go to Peacock starting January first. They got Cheers and Thirty Rock, and they've got like diff- all these channels, like news channels and sports channels. They have a Saturday Night Live channel, so it's just nonstop streaming of Saturday Night Live clips and shows. There's an Unsolved Mysteries channel. You can just watch twenty four seven Unsolved Mysteries. There's a there's a bunch of shit. Anyway. I, I fucking love TV. I love TV. Any kind of TV I can I can I can consume. I'm I'm so happy. I'm so happy to watch TV. And movies to some degree, but not as much as I used to. It's really it's really all about TV for me. Uh but yeah, throw movies in there too. I don't care. I just if it's something that I can watch, I will watch it. Uh, let me tell you. Uh yeah, speaking of watching. You know what? Speaking of watching, I'm going to watch myself take a quick break because I just uh, I got I told you I ate a I ate brownie thing for basically my dinner was a big piece of brownie from a few days ago from from Kaylin's birthday and uh, and several bowls of cereal and I have not done any exercising today. I can't even imagine looking at the Fitbit. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have any steps. It, it's a bad scene, man. So let me take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back and uh, talk about some more stuff here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Take me to the water. Can't, I can't seem to get enough water. Back to the beginning. This is uh, House of Smith. Wait, is that the, is that the artist or the song? I don't know. Let me let me confirm. No Prism. No Prism is the artist. Yeah. Crank this. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Where did I go? I've been gone. I mean, that's the magic of the podcast, right? I've been gone for a few seconds, but I've really been gone a little bit longer. And the Boston Celtics now lead the Miami Heat 62 to 49 in the third quarter. But I'm not going to get too excited just yet because this was this looks a lot like the other night where the Celtics were leading by a good, uh, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 points. They were up. They were up. They were up. They were up. Fourth quarter, they were still up by a whole bunch, and I, I, I got, uh, I had to do some stuff, and I thought, ah, this is looking, we're looking pretty good here. And then I came back, and we're in overtime, and we're tied, and we're uh, like, what? And then somehow the Celtics lost. <sighs> Play some tunes. Let's get this music played up here. I hope the Celtics win. And go on to the finals. You know, I predicted a Lakers-Celtics finals this year. 
that seems likely, but you know, Celtics have to have to win some games to get there. Oh god, you missed. Why are you going for 3? You're up by 15. You don't need to get crazy. You could be up by 17 right now. And look at them pass. You see what they're doing? You see how the Heat, the Miami Heat, are passing the basketball, and they just scored three points. So now you're only up by 12, you motherfuckers. You were up by 15. You could have been up by 17, and now you're up by 12. Stop with the threes. Don't be stupid, smart. Oh, there you go. See, there's two points. And that lanky bastard from before goes down. He looks like he's... Is he crying? He hurt his little face. No. And look, that's tough. That's tough. I like I'm I'm the one to talk. I'd be I'd be in the fetal position. Oh please, he didn't touch you. Oh, you're so full of shit. Let's look at this again. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the replay. He didn't even touch you. You you're such a phony baloney bullshit. Pussy. That is such bullshit. No, get out of here. That's not a foul. It went to a commercial. I don't know. Maybe it's a foul. It better not be a foul. Anyway, I, I, I just, it just drives me nuts. It's it's heart attack city. Uh, what else do I have here? Sounding board theater. Got to that. Quibi tweet. Got to that. Jay's art. Got to that. NFL recaps. Got to that. <sighs> Let's see. Oh. Trying to you, I wanted to follow up a little bit on some Nintendo, <laughs> on some Nintendo stuff, some video game stuff from the previous uh, week's podcast. So on that note, let me tell you how I spent my weekend last week, and this is not even this is not an exaggeration. This is not a joke. I play a little Castlevania for you here. <laughs> so I. I love Castlevania. I love the Castlevania games going back to forever. I love, I love anything that has that has to do with Draculas and fighting Dracula and spooky castles filled with Draculas and Frankenstein's and all kinds of creatures of the night. Uh, so one of my favorites. I mean, I love Super Castlevania Four on the Super Nintendo. I even love the ones uh, with uh, recently, like 2010. It came out the one, uh, the one on the Xbox 360, Castlevania, whatever it's called. I like that. Um, and then Castlevania Symphony Symphony of the Night is just—I mean, that's a that's a masterpiece that still holds up. That came out in 1997, and it's still just as good today. I mean, it's just a, such a good game. I uh, I got up early on Saturday because I thought, uh, first of all, Friday night, I, I, you know, let's go back to January. January 1st, New Year's Day, I finished Red Dead 2. And then there was a huge void. Oh, no, what's, who's down here in the Celtics game? Oh, my God, what happened? Oh, I can't take this. The injuries, the things. Who is that? I can't see who it is. Ugh. I'm trying to talk about Castlevania, and then is that? It looks like Kimba. It looks like Kimba on the ground. He, oh, he got oh his own. Marcus Smart came by and banged him right in the. His head got like. God damn. I don't even. I can't even tell. But that's that's not good. Oh boy. Ah, jeez, Louise. Anyways. 
this song's almost over now. So, uh, Friday night, so so I beat Red Dead 2 back in January, and then it left a, a hole in my heart. I didn't play video games for a very long time. I would sit down, I'd play some stuff here and there, but I, I just love that Red Dead 2 so much. And then finally, you know, The Last of Us 2 came out, and I just, God, I fell in love with that. Uh... You know, playing a playing a bunch of games over the summer, playing a little Assassin's Creed, a little Zelda here and there, just all kinds of stuff. Anyway, um, so so I've been getting you know played a little Celeste a couple weeks ago, really enjoying that. I was playing some Bloodborne on Friday night. That game is those games are just too fucking hard. They should for old guys who grew up playing video games who used to have a bunch of time to spend on video games. They should every game. Should just come with like a dad setting, or a parent. I shouldn't say dad because a lot of everybody plays video games. Kimmy loves video games. Kimmy's a gamer. Uh, they should have a parent setting, a mom setting, a dad setting, a parent setting, because uh, you don't have time to be like mastering video games. You have time. You can squeeze in time to play them, and I play them now for the experience. I don't give a shit about being good at it. I don't have time to get good at a video game. And uh, I wish these great games like Bloodborne and these things that are just so hard. I wish they would. I wish they would just put a setting like just like Celeste. Celeste is perfect because I don't have time to get good at that game, and I was probably never gonna play it again until I realized you can just turn on all the cheats and just pretty much like cruise through the game. You get the narrative, you get the story, you get the gameplay, and it's fun. But you don't have to throw your controller through the window because you know you have to time everything so perfectly. So, I, I love that, and I wish these Bloodborne and, you know, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, all these games that are so just insanely difficult would just do that for people like us who are going to pay to buy the video game, but I'm not going to pay to buy those games because they're too hard, and I know they're too hard, and I don't want to, I'm not into that roguelike stuff where you, you have to, you die and you go all the way back and you have to just keep doing everything over and over and over and over. So anyways, so I turned that off pretty quickly. And realized I had never defeated the Transformers uh, Devastation game. So I went through, I was, I didn't realize how close to the end I was. So that took about 20 minutes to finish that baby. And then, uh, and then I thought, you know what, Saturday morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to, I'm going to play some, uh, some of that Jedi Fallen Order that's been sitting on the shelf forever. And sure enough, I got up at like 5.30, did a little two mile walk, then, uh, then came back. And sure enough, I played some Jedi Fallen Order. Was really enjoying it. Had to run to the post office. Had to run a number of errands that had me out of the house for about an hour and a half or so. Middle of the more, uh, you know, around lunchtime or so. Came back, was done with my errands, and I thought, I'll play some more of that Jedi Fallen Order game. And then I turned on the Xbox and realized, like, oh, yeah, look at that. I've got Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And I couldn't... I know I beat that game back in high school, but I remembered nothing about it. And then I started questioning if I actually beat it. And so I said, well, you know what? Why don't I see... Let's see if I still have the goods here. Let's see if I can... see what I can do here. Uh, so, the rest of Saturday, from about 1 o'clock until... I don't know, 10, 11 at night, I was playing some Castlevania. I stopped here and there. I think um, I think I had dinner maybe with the kids and the family. I think I don't know maybe. Uh, not much else. <laughs> and then got to bed and then got up early Sunday and uh, turned on the old Castlevania. 
and I had an iPad, uh, a couple, two iPads actually, side by side, with football, with the Red Zone Channel and the Patriots game, and then uh, and then another device with the with the Fox Channel, so I could watch all the football games on a table, as I played Castlevania from about 9:30 Sunday morning until 12:30, uh, 12:30 a.m. So, uh, 15 hours later, and I had fully completed it. I still have I still have a couple little squares on the map. I think I'm at like I, I think the most you can get is like 200.6 percent, and I'm at like 198 percent. And I and I know the rooms I have to. I just have to. You literally have to just go to some rooms on the map, and that's the completion because I have everything else. I doubt that I'm gonna waste my time doing that, but I also probably will waste my time doing that because I know how I am. Uh, but Jesus Christ, it was great to get back to fucking just be. I mean, just completely... That was it. That's all I did. It was a complete waste of a weekend, but at the same time, that's something I haven't done in a very, very, very long time. And it was awesome to get back and play some Castlevania. <laughs> and, and occasionally the kids stopped by and they'd watch a little bit. And, and I think they were near me at various points. And then some other stuff happened, and then all of a sudden it's 12.30 a.m. and it's Sunday. And I was done with Castlevania, and then I said, "Okay, it's uh, it's Friday night, right? The weekend's just starting." Because I remember, I remember it being Friday night and uh, playing some Transformers and some Bloodborne, and then going to bed and then getting up and being productive and walking and getting exercise and running errands. And I don't remember anything else. And now the weekend's over and the football's over and all this other stuff. And so, <laughs> yeah, I was I just shook my head in shame. What are you doing? What have you done? You just, but that's it. That was it. That was it. That was sun, all of Sunday. At least Saturday started with some promise. Started with some productivity. And Sunday was nothing. Nothing happened. Uh, but I remember, I, you know, I was thinking about the old days, the video games, and I was thinking of, uh, you know, what a weirdo I was because I wanted uh, NES so badly. And I remember one time my, my parents went out for a walk and I stood in the window, and I tried to use mind powers, like mentally, like telepathically, to convince my dad that he needed to buy me a Nintendo. But the way that I did that in my mind was, I pretended to be my dad's deceased father, who I never, he was dead long before, long before I was born. And I pretended in my mind, I pretended I was communicating with my dad, and in my mind I was saying, John, it's your father from beyond the grave. Your son deserves a Nintendo more than anything. I'm saying all this in my mind and hoping that it like travels to my dad's brain, and he hears it, and he says, Father, is that you? What? I should buy my son a Nintendo entertainment system? An NES console? I'll do it right now, then. And, uh, no joke, I think, like, a, that day or a couple days later, uh, my dad surprised us with the Nintendo. So, maybe, I guess maybe my mind powers worked pretty well. I joke with Kimmy sometimes. There's that stupid book called The Secret that all these stupid idiots who watch Oprah were flipping out about back in, like, 2006, 2007, I think. They would come in when I worked at Barnes & Noble, and they would say, Do you have the secret? This is going to change everything. This is going to change everyone's lives. And all it is, it's like the laws of attraction. You know, you put out into the world, you get back. 
you know, you will something into existence by just thinking positively, which is stupid. I mean, positivity, as you know, is, is dumb. But uh, it's, you know, if you think that something will happen, it's not going to happen overnight, but it'll eventually happen. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're thinking about it, but you're also, like, taking the steps to make shit happen. You know, and they always say, like, Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for $200,000 for something. And then later he was able to cash that check when he became a movie star. It's like, well, yeah, because Jim Carrey worked his fucking ass off doing stand-up and traveling and, you know, just going to all these clubs, perfecting his act. Then he got, you know, he got the break that people get when they're talented and work hard. And he got on the Carson and he got on the late-night shows. And then other people recognize him and he got in Living Color and people recognize him on that. That was major exposure, and then he got, you know, all these characters that he created and developed. He worked his ass off to make all these characters and, you know, write all this stuff, and then he got movies, and it's like, yeah, it's not like, people like, see, Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for hundreds, for a, oh, maybe it was a million dollars. I think it was a check for a million dollars. Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for a million dollars, and he was able to cash it. It's like, well, yeah, because Jim Carrey spent like the 20 years. It wasn't like Jim Carrey wrote a check for a million dollars, went to bed, and then woke up and they said, hey, hey, person we've never met, you do you want to be in Ace Ventura <laughs> and then The Mask and then Dumb and Dumber all in the same year? No, he fucking worked his ass off. So anyway, but but it's, a, it's just, you know, a thing for suckers to believe. Uh, so anyways, the secret, I used to joke because I would think of something uh, like spaghetti or, you know, some, some dish that, uh, that the missus is quite good at making, one of my favorite dishes that Kimmy makes. And all, very often I would think, like, man, I, could really, I hope Kimmy makes the, this, her spaghetti tonight. Or I hope Kimmy makes her, her barbecue pasta. Or I hope, I hope Kimmy makes her honey barbecue chicken and her cheesy biscuits, her cheddar biscuits. Or so, you know, I would think about these things. And then, like, very often within within a day or two, I would come home and Kimmy would be making the exact thing that I would had a hankering for, and uh, and then I would joke with her. I'd say, I I have to confess, I secreted this into existence. I used the powers of the secret, and even recently, like in the last that barbecue pasta Kimmy hadn't made in quite some time, and uh, and I just was thinking, I thought, boy, it's been years since we've had the it's been four, five, six years since we had the barbecue pasta, and then all of a sudden barbecue pasta showed up, and I told Kimmy that I, I secreted the pasta into existence. And that's what I did with the Nintendo when I was in fourth grade, except I did it by uh, by pretending to be my dead grandfather who I never met and infiltrating my my own dad's thoughts while he was out on a walk, telling him that, this is your father and I'm telling you I order you to get your son a Nintendo <laughs> and then I ended up like a day or two later with a Nintendo so it works I gotta start I gotta start using my mind to pretend to be people and trick <laughs> trick people into getting me more things oh man uh, and then I have I wrote down not being able to play Nintendo at Matt F <laughs> at Matt Phelps' house because they didn't have tickets. So these motherfuckers went to a store and bought you know a, a roll of like you know carnival tickets that you get at the carnival right to ride the rides. Uh, well, twenty tickets, please. Cost you five tickets for the Tilta Whirl. And so the Phelps kids had to do their chores, you know, all the bullshit cleaning and whatever else to do. And if they had enough tickets, they could play some Nintendo. And I went over, and and Matt Phelps 
had his like five more tickets for the week so we had you know an, an hour of nintendo time and so i i didn't have any tickets and so i did i didn't get to play nintendo watch matt phelps play nintendo because he fucking he goes well john doesn't have any tickets so he can't play nintendo and then i was like well surely that's uh, it's, 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 it's absurd and then uh and then I was told that I could not play Nintendo because I did not have any tickets. But then, but then eventually, uh, then eventually I was, I, 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 it was some bullshit thing. I still had to earn some tickets. It was, you know, I didn't have to do much. You know, it's not like I had to go and like mow the lawn or anything like that at their house. But I had to like, I had to do some stuff. <laughs> like, I don't know, make, make the bed. <laughs> put away some toys or something and then i got tickets to play nintendo and i'm like this fucking house is bullshit i'm like if the, if your whole purpose is to make sure your son doesn't have any friends mission accomplished because i'm never coming back here because this place sucks and then dr phelps would plug in the video games and then he'd say uh the rule of the house is i get to play first which at the time i was really pissed but i get it now because that's i do the same shit if I'm scooping ice cream for my kids, and like, rule of the house, I'm going to take a big bite of your ice cream and then stick this disgusting spoon back in the... No, I don't do that. I eat the ice cream and then I get them a new spoon. But, uh, yeah, Dr. Phelps spent, like... He's like, well, you guys can play, but the rule of the house is that uh, the dad gets to play first. And then he would play for, like... I don't know. It seemed like hours. It was probably five seconds, but... I just remember really being really annoyed. And then Matt Phelps would make up this rule. I'm not going to turn this into a Matt Phelps bashing session. I'm sure he's a great guy now, but uh, <laughs> he was not so great back then. Because <laughs> he would fucking, he'd come over to my house and I would want to play something. And he'd be like, I'm the guest. I should, we should play what I want to play. Or I get to, I get to use this toy because I'm your guest. I'd be like, yeah, all right, you're the guest, so you can play this toy. I'd go to that motherfucker's house, and I would want to play with... The, he had this particular, like, this little toy robot, and I would be like, I want to play with this toy robot. And then I would use his logic, and I'd be like, listen, I'm your guest. I get to play with the toy robot. And he would be like, no, it's my house, my robot. I get to play with the robot. And I'd be like, you are such a weaselly fuck. I don't care. You know what? Play with your goddamn robot. I'm going to go. I'm going to go play with somebody else. And I would literally... Matt Phelps would go to the bathroom, and I would run across the street over to Jeff Stovall's house and knock on the door to see if he was around, if he could play. Because I'm, I'm done with you, Matt. I'm done with Matt Phelps. I literally, in the middle of a... We didn't call them playdates back then, but in what you would call a playdate today, in the middle of a playdate, Matt Phelps would go take a dump and, uh, you know, change his diapy, and I'd go, <laughs> I'd go run across the street and see if Jeff Stovall was available. Yeah, I yeah I spent a lot of time with Matt Phelps trying to get away from Matt Phelps because he just drove me fucking bananas. I'm the guest. I get to play with your toys. Like, well, fucking okay. And then I'm at his house. Hey, Matt, I'm your guest. Uh, don't I get to play with the toys? No, my house, my toys. I get to play with the toys. I'm like, great. Here you go. You play with yourself. I'm gonna go see if like a, a much better person is available to hang out with. At the time, that's what I thought. Anyways, I. <laughs> I got yeah, I got some stories about. Eh, anyways, <laughs> we'll maybe get those to another time. Maybe my, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that Jeff Stovall, he was a snuggler. 
like to snuggle, like to wrestle, like to snuggle. <laughs> He's not listening. He's not going to listen to this podcast. We're not friends. He's not my friend. I don't give a fuck. Uh, he liked to snuggle, though. Little did I know when I was, when uh, little Phelpsy was in the, was in the, you know, making a boom boom, and I was running across the street to see if Jeff Stovall wanted to play. Little did I know later uh, Stovall and I would become friends around the fourth or fifth grade, and, uh, and uh, we'd have a little sleepover, and he would have me come up to the top bunk of my own bunk bed and wrestle me. Uh, and then, and then, you know, he was, he was much bigger than I was. And he would win, and then uh, and then he would just lie there and and hold me tight. So yeah, he's a snuggler, the, uh, Jeffy the snuggler. A lot of lot of fun times with the old snuggler and old Phelpsy. Back in the two people I have absolutely zero <laughs> contact with, and we're gonna keep it that way, especially after this episode of the, <laughs> the, the Birthday Boy Podcast. This is Matt Phelps. I mean, this kid, Matt Phelps, we went to his birthday party at a bowling alley. or I don't know if it was his. It was somebody's birthday party. And Matt fucking Phelps, uh, you know, he looked, like, uh, he looked like Ben Savage from Boy Meets World. He was always wearing, I picture him, I think you picture him in a Mets jacket. He was always walking around with that fucking Mets jacket, a pair of like gray pants, you know, little, little kid pants. And, uh, and uh, you know, he's sitting there. <laughs> That curly hair. Oh, yeah, this is terrible. Well, yeah, I have curly hair. He has that curly hair is fine. He looked like Ben Savage a little bit. Anyways, he's sitting there with that Mets jacket. He's at the bowling alley. He's changing his. <laughs> we're leaving, and he's changing on his bowling shoes. He's putting on his sneakers, and he drops <laughs> drops the bowling ball on his foot. <laughs> he starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I am already going to hell, so who cares? I just tell the stupid story. I think I've already told this. You know, I got I got uh, half raped by Jeff Stovall on the top bunk of my bed, and Matt Phelps fucking dropped a bowling ball on his foot and started crying <laughs> uncontrollably. And I'm I was laughing as much as I am now. I was I am laughing more now than I was then. Actually, I was able to keep it together. I. I was laughing so hard at the fact that he was in so much pain and crying from dropping a bowling ball on his foot. And I went up to him to ask if he was okay. I'm sorry. I went to- I couldn't stop laughing so it sounded just like this I'm saying Matt are you okay I was biting my my lip was bleeding because I was biting it so hard trying to stifle my uncontrollable laughter because Matt Phelps <laughs> dropped a bowling ball on his foot. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> oh. oh my 
my god. I could I could just couldn't stop. And I'm like, Matt <laughs> Matt, are you okay? <laughs> and his only response was more crying. <laughs> Sitting there with that Mets jacket on, just crying. <laughs> I'm such a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> I'm losing control here. <laughs> the sound <laughs> the sound of the thud the thud of that bowling ball falling on the floor and then realizing <coughs> it wasn't the sound of the bowling ball hitting the wood floor it was the sound of the bowling ball hitting Matt Phelps's foot <laughs> what kind of an asshole holds the bowling ball where they're not wearing shoes <laughs> Oh, man. I gotta calm down. There's more to come on the Bowling Boy podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dying. I open this window. Oh, open the window back up. Let's get some cold. Is it cold? Alexa, what's the temperature? I can't hear you. I think she said it's 65. Uh, thanks. Thank you. That's enough. Uh, here's a little Discovery Zone with Dance 2 coming at you on the Birthday Boy Podcast. It hurts. I am like... I've heard people say they laugh so hard they cried, and it sounds like it's it's fake. Although I, I have seen that before. I've seen I've seen Kimmy laugh so hard that she cries, and I always I, I never understood it, and now I <coughs> now I know because I was I was nearly crying there, thinking about poor Matt Phelps and that bull that bowling ball. I can't even talk about it. I'm gonna. I'm going to have another fucking fit, laughter fit. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Discovery Zone dance to... Wasn't there like a kid's <clears throat> play thing called DZ? DZ, the Discovery Zone. Discovery Zone. Zone. Commercial. Yeah. That was around today, that would be that would be CZ. It would be the COVID zone. 
Anyway, why would you... I mean, is, could it be that this band called Discovery Zone that we were just listening to with this Dance 2 song, perhaps it's such a bunch of youngsters that they don't even know that there was a there was a place called the Discovery Zone back in the day? Holy fuck! 84 to 77 Miami's win. What the fuck? I can't, I can't watch this. Why am I watching this? Why am I torturing myself? What are you doing? 84 to 77. My God. You were up by 15. Now you're down by, I don't know. I can't do the math. Seven. You're down by seven. Right? Yeah, sounds right. Sounds right. Well, I mean, if 7 plus 7 is 14, 77 plus uh, 7 would be 84, right? You know, this is 4 and it's carrying the 1. Yeah. This is, uh, anyway. Yeah, so that's this. that was Discovery Zone playing that song, and somehow they're named after the indoor uh, indoor mucus park known as Discovery Zone from the 90s. Oh, God. There's other topics, but, I mean, who... who I'm going to top... Matt Phelps dropping a bowling ball on his foot? I don't think so, man. Wrestlers being pranksters. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a good topic, too. <laughs> Wrestlers. I was just thinking about, you know, back in the day, like in the early days of the internet, the, the most exciting thing about having America Online in 1995 and getting on this brand new thing called the internet was like, oh my god, there are entire pages, entire, enter a keyword on AOL as you used to do, but also going to the World Wide Web. And uh, there's entire pages dedicated to news and information, behind the scenes information on professional wrestling. Oh my God. Holy shit. I've heard about, I knew of the Wrestling Observer newsletter because Shimo's cousin had it, I believe. And so I would get the second-hand information, third-hand information, I guess, from Shimo about all this, uh, the goings-on of the, of the World Wrestling Federation. Uh, but then once the internet came along, it was like, oh my god, we can just go to these places and, uh, and get this information? This is amazing. And you would start to, you know, and then you could then, like, wrestlers would do interviews online and all this stuff, and... You'd read about like, oh, so and so was such a prankster. What a what a prankster, Mister Perfect, Kurt Henning, Kurt Henning. What a prankster he was. One of the great, one of the all time great pranksters. He would pull so many ribs on the boys back in the locker room. And Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. What a prankster. You couldn't believe the kind of pranks this guy would pull off. And then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then when the internet came around, you would get more details because you now you know like oh my god, you knew what like the wrestlers' real names were and you knew like all this information. And so in the '90s, you'd start you know all this information would be available for free. And then you f then you figure out like what that means when a wrestler is a prankster uh, because wrestling pranks back in the day in the '80s and '90s. Basically, you'd find out, like, oh, yeah, Kurt Henning is the great prankster of all time, and Davey Boy Smith is a great prankster. And you'd be like, God, what, I wonder what kind of pranks they do. Like, what kind of hilarious hijinks do they get up to in the locker room? It must be, like, so fun to be back there with all these hilarious guys pulling these, like, funny pranks and stuff. I wonder what they, like, I wonder what they do if they, uh, you know, like, maybe they replace a wrestler's trunks with, uh, 
with like a mailman's outfit or something something funny like that and then they say ah what is this this is a mailman's outfit that's not my wrestling gear and uh you think like you know for me i thought it was something you know lighthearted, fun fun pranks and then and then you and then you find out that like these great pranksters oh what kind of pranks do they do and like kurt henning would be like they would say oh kurt henning a master prankster oh man uh, there was this one time that he took a shit in this wrestler's boots, and that was such a great prank. And you're like, oh, oh that's the funny, hilarious prank? Is he, He's pooping in somebody's, like, personal belongings? Oh, yeah, but that, he didn't just do that stuff. Sometimes, you know, this one guy wore a cowboy hat all the time, and he wore the cowboy hat in, out into the ring. And so this one time, uh, this one time Kurt Henning... Uh, instead of shitting in his boots, he took a piss in his hat, and then the guy put the hat on, and all the piss came out all over his head. And it was the funniest thing. He would just—he's just covered in piss, and then he put his foot in the boots, and they're filled with Kurt Henning's poop, and now he's covered in piss and shit. What a classic prank! I mean, just great pranks, just really cerebral, funny, fun, harmless stuff. Great pranks. It's like, uh, oh, okay. And then, uh, you know, uh, Davy Boy Smith, oh, what a prankster he was. Like, oh, okay, well, maybe Kurt Henning was like, you know, all right, he's shitting and pissing everywhere. That's not really that funny. Well, Davy Boy Smith seems like a nice guy. What kind of what kind of pranks was he up to? Oh, Davy Boy Smith, what a prankster. The British Bulldog, he could pull off pranks you wouldn't believe. Uh, one time he, uh, he, 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 let's see, oh, he, he took a piss in this guy's shoes. Like, uh, uh, okay, well, that seems pretty much the same as what Kurt Henning did, but, you know, he pooped in a guy's shoes, and now Davy Boy Smith is pissing in a guy's... Well, yeah, but that's not all. Uh, he did other pranks. I'm like, okay, so it wasn't just pissing. Like, what else did he do? Uh, one guy, he one time he, uh, he took a dump in a guy's hat, and then the guy had to wear the hat to the ring, and he put the hat on, and then the shit came all over his head. He was covered in poop. Yeah, that sounds pretty much just like an inverse of the other prank, which wasn't really that funny, just kind of gross and annoying and potentially harmful, too, because now this guy's, like, covered in somebody else's feces. That's the great pranksters, the great ribs back in the back in the day. Well, that wasn't all. I mean, there was some other, uh, you know, and then you, you should have seen some of the pranks that they pulled on the females. So they would get, they, in the 90s, they had uh, some of the female uh, valets who would uh, escort some of the wrestlers, male wrestlers, out to the ring. Oh, the pranks they pulled on these ladies, it was really, uh, that, now those were funny. Now, those were really funny. Like, oh, okay, what, uh, what, what kind of pranks were they? Well, one time they, they took this one girl's purse, and uh, and then they... They took a shit in the purse. Like, oh, well, that sounds similar to the other classic pranks you told me about. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't it. They, uh, there was, a, there was a different prank. They didn't just shit in the purse. One time, they, uh, they took all of uh, all of this girl's belongings and they put them in the toilet and then pissed on them inside the toilet. Like, oh, that's. That's really all these pranks just sound sort of more like um, like harassment and abuse. It's not so much a prank. I mean, a, you know, a prank is like when you put the chalk inside the eraser in your teacher's classroom and they go to erase the board and then there's just more chalk on the board. It's like, 
yeah, nobody really got hurt. It might have been a little annoying depending on the mood that the teacher was in, but it's like, okay, you take the chalk out and then you erase the board and that's about it. This is like feces and urine uh, and like potentially like diseases and things and, and, and then doing it to, you know, in a locker room that only had like maybe two or three women at any given time who were not necessarily wrestlers and you're, you're shitting in their their purse and their bags and their things. And I mean, you, you know, classic prank, uh, you know, harassment, to tomato, tomato, I guess. I don't know, but uh, I uh, it was... I just remember being very disappointed when I found out all these great classic pranksters were just fucking dickheads. But Owen Hart, the late great Owen Hart, who I love, who was one of my favorites of all time, and still kill, it still just destroys me that he's dead and died in such a horrible way. And of course, not to mention the fact that I jokingly, uh, on the night of his death, when we were reading the 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 news that Owen Hart fell, and I've Figured like, oh, that's no big deal. And I jokingly said, what if he dies? He's probably going to die. Ha ha ha. And then he died. And now I feel like a piece of shit. But also very sad because he was absolutely one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. That guy, you would hear about his classic pranks. And that was some funny shit. Like Owen Hart would go down to the hotel lobby and he would call wrestlers rooms pretending to be another wrestler. It was so harmless. It was stuff that would annoy the wrestlers. But it was so great. Like he would call, he called his dad's hotel room one time, uh, the legendary Stu Hart. He called his dad's hotel room pretending to be a, another old timey wrestler from back in the day, challenging his father to a fight as this wrestler, Reg Parker. That was Reg Park, I think it was the guy's name. It was some guy from the old days, and uh, you know Owen Hart and Bret Hart, famous wrestlers, and their dad Stu Hart. <clears throat> who was a famous wrestler and promoter in Calgary. And it was like one of the WrestleMania weekends and Brett had like this Bret Hart had this big suite, hotel suite, and his dad was staying with him and having a great time. And he describes it like his dad in this long night shirt. I guess it was early in the morning or maybe at night getting ready for bed and there's a phone call in the room and it's Owen disguising his voice, like calling from the lobby, pretending to be this Reg Park and he's making like chit chat with Stu and like talking about the old times and stuff. And uh, and then all of a sudden he he goes uh, he goes oh, yeah Stu you never had the guts to try me you never had the guts to to try you know to fight me. And he was basically challenging him I think to a fight like to come to to, to like show up and he was gonna show up at the hotel in the lobby and they were gonna fight. I don't know. I, I, let me see. This is from YouTube. He calls up the night the phone. It's from oh, it's Steve Austin show. He, he fooled me. Who is this? This is Bret Hart talking. It's Reg Park. We talked to your father or something like that. He disguised. He did sound just like Reg Park. Yeah. I handed the phone to my dad. I go, it's Reg Park. And my dad gets on. It's like he's, how the hell are you, Reg? And Reg, how you? You know, they're laughing. No one's kind of playing along with it, and they're having a couple of good chat and chatting away, just like the real Reg would. And and then all of a sudden, no one just turns on my dad and like, but it's due. You never had the guts to, you never had the balls to try me or something. <laughs> that was what it was. You never had the balls to try me. <laughs> and he kept saying it to Stu and calling Stu, calling Stu out on the phone and uh, calling uh, that, he, never, that he, he wanted to, <laughs> wanted Stu to fight him in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember seeing my dad's face while he was holding the phone. 
first it was like, how the hell are you, Reg, and all that. And a minute later, it's, Reg, if you wanted to try me, why didn't you try me? <laughs> and I remember he got so worked up. I remember he, he, Owen kept taking it further and further and further until it got hysterical and he couldn't take it anymore. And my dad kept getting more and more wound up until I was actually like, yeah, I think I might have to step in and take the phone from him. <laughs> and all of a sudden, my dad, I remember he slammed the phone down on the bed, sat on the bed in his nightshirt. And he was just shaking his head and he looked at me and he goes, that lousy Owen, he got me. Because <laughs> Owen finally just said, it's me, Owen, I'm pulling your leg. <laughs> and it was, you know, it really was the funniest, I think, that he ever did. He got my dad big time. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Owen Owen Hart sounds like such a great guy. God, that's so f- tragic. But anyways, I'm just so, you know, I'm so pleased that Owen, who seemed like a cool guy and a fun guy and a funny guy, a decent guy, seems like he was all of those things. And then you hear, like, all these other great pranksters. Oh, what kind of pranks? Well, they would take a dump in the guy's uh, toothpaste dispenser, and then he would go to brush his teeth, and he'd be brushing his teeth with feces. Oh, okay. Well, what else? Well, then he would, uh, then when the guy was sleeping, they would hold him down and beat him, beat him with socks filled with chalk and then piss in his mouth, just like a little rookie hazing. Classic pranks. Hilarious. Just, just great ribs. Great pranks. But that one, that Owen one is great, man. Pretending to be this other guy, calling his dad, challenging him to a fight and getting his dad all wound up. If you wanted to try me, Reg, why didn't you try me? <laughs> All right, it's time to wrap it up. It's been almost two hours. I'll take a little break and I'll close it up, I guess, I think. I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm taking a water break, and then we'll, we'll do more Birthday Boy podcasts. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to the show. A nice, uh, nice text from Nate. What the hell did he say? Text me today. He said, bro, your recap of Karate Kid 3 is priceless. Oh, that's loud. Nothing but thieves. Amsterdam is what's playing right now. I I'm enjoy these guys. Pretty good. Uh, the Browns are winning, 14 to 10. So, like, I mean, not that it matters. By the time you hear my prediction for this game, my pick, it's the game's gonna be over. Uh, <clears throat> and the Celtics are still losing for reasons that, uh, for reasons, I don't know. They just. I don't know. Yeah, there's a nice three-point shot. And a... Looking at Kimba. There's a nice three from Kimba. Oh. But he missed it, because he that's what he does. He misses threes. Stop shooting threes, Kimba. Please. Please stop. Please stop. I, I don't know. I don't know, Kimba. I don't know. I, I, I don't play in the NBA, so you, you do whatever you got to do. But, Jesus. You, you, if the three-point... Shots are not going in. Maybe try something different. <sighs> anyway, 
89 to... Oh, it's tied at 89 with 510 to go. Oh, brother. Oh, Kimba, what are you going to do? He's going to pass it to Tatum. Tatum drives. Oh, Tatum slams it in. Yeah. Now we now we're cooking here. Now we got now something's happening. But it's it's heart attack city. Miami misses a three. Celtics ball. Okay. Okay. Marcus Smart. What's Smart gonna do here? Pass to Kimba. I bet Kimba, I know what he's gonna do. He's gonna pass the ball. He's gonna shoot three. Oh, and it goes in. Oh my Oh man. Okay. Okay. That's what he does. That is heart attack Kimba right there. You just never know. You just never know. But god damn it, the kid goes for it, man. Oh, what's happening here? A pass inside. Uh, okay. Alright, alright. Yeah. Alright, fade this out. Uh, what did I have? Oh yeah, Nate's text, sorry. Uh, my recap of Karate Kid 3 was priceless, and now the Celtics are up by one, because they just... Come on, uh, three minutes to go. Alright, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and I said, thanks man, I fucking love that movie, Karate Kid 3. I do love Karate Kid 3. Nate says, me too. I've never thought about the way you presented it, though. Hysterical. Thanks, man. That's cool. And we were just talking about it. I was watching a video that uh, some rumors that perhaps Tori, from the, and not going to spoil anything, but uh, one of the characters. Uh, let's let me. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just shut up. I'm gonna just say. Uh, first of all, go fucking. What are you doing? Why why haven't you watched Cobra Kai? I don't know. Um, I, first of all, you, you, everybody loves Karate Kid. If you don't love Karate Kid, I, that's ridiculous. Uh, but even if you don't, I, I can't imagine not liking Cobra Kai. It's, it's just great. It's so good. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to say much. I'm just going to say there are some substantial evidence that suggests that, uh, indeed, Terry Silver seems like... I mean, hey, come on. And then one of the, one of the writers... Was it the showrunner? Was it one of the writers? There's tweets from, you know, not recently, but in the last year or two, talking about, I think it was maybe after season one came out, talking about how Terry Silver is his favorite character, his favorite villain. I mean, this is made, you know, these are, it's like by fans for fans, right? Like, this is, this is, this is a, you know, this is a gift. This is a gift that we never thought we'd get, an entire series based on Karate Kid with the Karate Kid characters. I mean, this is it's fabulous. Uh, so I can't I can't imagine that Terry Silver is not going to show up, hopefully in season three. But, uh, oh, oh, Marcus Smart. Jeez, Louise. Buddy, you, oh, you gotta make, you gotta make the, you gotta spike those, fucker. Oh, oh, and the heat are gonna. All right, all right. There's two, two and a half minutes to go. That's. Oh, they tip. Oh, god. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's. Come on, offensive foul. Are you kidding me? What? They are going to call a foul on Kimba Walker, who just got plowed over. 
Uh, I, I got to turn this off. This is like bad podcast. I can't. He just. I mean, he just annihilated Kimball Walker with his elbow, and somehow the foul is on Kimball Walker. Are you fucking with me? Oh, what's that? Uh, there's golf. Watch some golf. Just uh, pretend that this isn't happening. What do we have here? We got some. There's some WNBA. Uh, I got golf on one screen. I've got the Bengals and Browns on another, and I've got WNBA on another, and then I've got this fucking Celtics game right in front of my face. That's that's insane. Are they really calling? They're really calling a foul. They did. They did. The, the Miami Heat are taking free throw shots after murdering Kimba Walker. Uh, this is unreal. Okay. Okay. All right. That's what happens. That's how it goes sometimes. Sometimes the referees are fucking idiots. Sometimes they are always fucking idiots. Oh goodness gracious. Okay. All right. Kimba for three. Not gonna go in. Nope. I knew. Second, I left his hands. That wasn't going in. Oh, two minutes, two minutes, only down by two, but anyway, so yeah, Terry Silver and Carl, uh, the super fan Carl, what did he say? He said something the other day too. Uh, Carl, this is very sweet. Carl texted me and said, you made me appreciate Karate Kid 3 more than ever now. Fucking Terry Silver, win a point, then lose a point. (laughs) Yeah. First you win a point, then you lose a point. I want him to experience pain and fear. And he's going to experience more pain and then fear. Get the point, lose the point. Ugh, what a fucking, what a villain. What a villain, though, truly. Like, I, I love this guy as a villain. I thought he was terrifying when he was a kid. And watching it now, I mean, yeah, it's it's cartoonish. Because it's just, you know... He's the head of Slime Corp. He's like made billions of dollars dumping chemicals. <laughs> Just being a piece of shit. Like most billionaires. But like a real, like uh, unapologetic, not even going to pretend I'm a fucking piece of shit billionaire. And so, you know, you love it. I'm going to make him feel pain. It's blood. Little blood, Danny boy. Nothing's free. Oh, no. Nothing's free. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Silver. I misunderstood. You want me to pay for the lessons? I thought they were free lessons. You want me to pay lessons? You want me to pay lessons? No, 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 Danny boy. Nothing's free. Why don't you walk towards that cardboard cutout of Mr. Crease and see if there's any surprises back there? And maybe you'll understand the fear. God, I... I, I. I sat there. I watched that movie. It's a two-hour movie that went by in fifteen minutes. I might, I might watch it again. I, I adore that movie. Anyway, yeah. So thanks, thanks, Carl. Um, Carl asked me if I think uh, Barnes will come back. I do. Yeah. I because I saw somewhere too that that kid wants to listen. I think everybody is going to be on this Cobra Kai at some point. They're just you know they can't. You know they can't blow their load in one season and just have everybody show up. So I, I think uh, I think they'll all be there. I think I, I think it'll all happen at some point. Clearly, well, then let me not be be quiet. Don't want to spoil some things, but uh, yeah, I think I think that uh, I think the uh, yeah I think they'll all be there at some point. Oh man, and I think once that happens, I think uh, somebody's you know a lot of the characters are going to experience. Pain, and they're gonna have no fear. Oh God, damn it! What a no, no! Stop him! Stop him! Huh, it's over. That's that's the nail. 
You're down by seven now. Minute and twenty-five. It's it's not happening. It's just not happening. And now Kimba has the ball. It's this. Oh my God, Jalen Brown three point. Oh my God, this is too much now. The Celtics are down by four. It's too much. This is too much. Oh my God. Oh my God, another three. Oh my God. All right, Celtics are only down by three now. Okay, all right, all right, all right. 45 seconds. Heat are going to take their time, of course, but... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm trying to do this podcast, and I made the mistake of putting the Celtics game on. Oh, this is just too much. No, no. Oh, my God, he's wide open for three. He missed it. And the, But the, the Heat got the rebound. How? With 25 seconds. Huh. Duh. Okay, Celtics ball. <laughs> this is this is killing me with 23 seconds to go. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to finish a podcast. Whew. This basketball. This basketball is the worst. Um. All right. <laughs> Taking. A, I got to take an impromptu break, an unscheduled break, and uh, be right back. Westerman. You can blame the ruminations all you like. <sighs> Just get me off it. Conversation don't feel right. All right. And that's it. That's someone else's call. Miami wins. Everyone looks ill. I should be. I'm very sad. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. Alright. Alright. Well, we'll see what happens. What is this? Thursday? So, game three should be Saturday, right? We'll see what happens. Goodness gracious. Oh, God. So close yet again. Alright. Let's finish up here. I gotta couple quick things <laughs> so I had to stop did I say this is Westerman with Rhodes it's good because I love these I love this guy these guys whatever it is uh, I stopped to get air the other day I hadn't taken my car out in quite some time it was Saturday when I was running those errands before I would return home and then spend the remainder of the weekend playing Castlevania. I got the good ending on Castlevania. I forgot to mention that. I was very, I was very happy about that. I was very pleased. Very nice. <laughs> I was, and I felt good. I'm like, man, I think I, I did better on this playthrough than when I was, uh, when I was a high school kid. I think I got like maybe, I want to say 193 percent, 196 percent. And now I'm, you know, I'm a couple quick little, you know, bounce around the map, go to this grayed out area of the map, and then and then you, you've got the 200.6%. It's really nothing, but, you know, the old man, the old man still got it here and there. <laughs> it's a good song. 
Anyway, so on the way home from, uh, I had to go, uh, go to the post office, and uh, I brought a UPS package into the USPS, and the prick working there, who's always a prick, and he's such a prick, and I can't stand him because he's such a prick, and he doesn't wear a mask, and he's a fucking prick, and he's like, I can't, I can't mail this, I'm like, why, prick? And he said, yeah, it's, U- it's UPS with a post office, I'm like, oh, alright, well. Fine, sorry. I you know I just took the box, and I'm like, and I kind of, I was like, yeah, it was worth a shot, right? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, fuck you, man, fuck you. You know we're out here, we're trying to save the post office. Don't be, you know, don't be such a, pr- don't make it so easy for me to not want to save the post office just because you're such a prick, just because there's so many prick postal workers. I remember this prick postal worker in Burnt Hills. God, she was such a bitch. Oh, I hated her. I just, she was a disgusting person. Just horrible. Anyway, so this guy, uh, yeah. Oh, man. God, this woman in Burn Hills uh, post office would yell at me for everything. She was such a horrible, just a horrible shrew. And, uh, and then one day there was some, some girl, some new employee who was from New Jersey. And then this woman did what every fucking idiot yokel does. And she's like, oh, you're from Joyzy. Hey, everyone, she's from Joyzy. Joyzy. I'm like, shut up, you hillbilly inbred. Probably from, this woman was probably from Milton. Lived down the street from Leo. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so Saturday, yeah, I took the post. Uh, uh, you know, the guy's like, I can't take this. this it's UPS. This is, I'm like, okay, sorry. I'm like, hey, worth a shot, right? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, fuck off. And then he's he's like, you can go to... And then he was trying to be nice. I think he realized what a shit he was being. And I was, you know, I wasn't having any of it because I was just pissed that he's, like, talking to me and there's no plexiglass and he has no mask. And I'm like, dude, just fucking... Just take the packages that you take and I'll take this and go to the UPS store. And he's like, you can go to, you can go to Staples. I'm like, you know what? I don't believe you. I believe that you're going to send me to Staples and it's going to be Staples' FedEx and you're just fucking with me. So, anyway, so I went down and I got, I don't know what I had to do. I had to go to the ATM, which is a weird thing that I don't often have to do, but in this instance I did. I needed, you know, this was something that couldn't be done by electronic uh, Venmo or anything like that. So I had to go to the ATM and I had to come back up and I blah, 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 blah. And I had to stop because the air was low in one of my tires because I hadn't driven my car. My car looks like it was in, uh, you know, like a haunted attic. It just, it's covered. I don't even know what it's covered in because it's not pollen season. It's just dust. <laughs> it's just a sheet of, of dust. And, uh, <laughs> and I thought maybe just driving it up and down the street would just blow all the dust off it. But it's just so caked on that it's, it can't go anywhere. Uh, so I stopped. Uh, where did I stop? I, I, I didn't care about washing my car. I just cared about getting air in my tires. So I stopped and it was so, there were so many people out on Saturday morning doing all their errands, getting ready so they could go home and, you know, get on with their weekend, do whatever they're doing, play Castlevania maybe, I don't know. So I stopped at the, uh, I stopped at the gas station. There was a line of like three cars to use the air pump. It was, the, I've never, I've never stopped at this gas station and had to wait for anyone to get to the air pump. 
but I had to wait. And then I got to the air pump, pump and I'm, you know, I'm pumping my air, and then I see this figure like walk over, and it's this woman, the woman who was waiting, who is now waiting behind me to use the air pump, and she's going on. She's like, oh. she's like, she's like, ah. I'm like, oh no, she's. She had a cigarette in her hand, probably a USA Gold Light 100, and uh, I'm like, oh god, she's a sick. She's gonna talk. She's gonna make chit chat. You know, just gotta take the mask down and smoke the cigarette, and we're gonna get, you know, uh, great. This is great. This is great. This is a great day. She's like, ah, yeah. You guess you got one of those. Uh, you got one of those senses in your car. That tells you when you when your ass you need air in your tires. I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, you know, most cars from like you know, <laughs> the last uh, 20, 30 years. I don't know. <laughs> Many cars, at least the last 15 years, have have those. I'm like, I do, I do indeed. And then she's like, she's like, yeah, mine too. I can't stand it. It's always it's always lighting up. I'm like, well, that's a good thing because you need to put air in your tires yeah but i had to get the thing replaced and they, they were gonna charge they were gonna charge me 127 dollars to get a new uh sensor for the for the air for the tires and i'm like 100 that doesn't seem all that bad she's like that's outrageous i'm like that doesn't seem i mean yeah it's 127 dollars but it's like I looked over, and I'm like, well, what kind of car are you driving? And, I'm like, and she's like, it's a Mercedes. And I looked over, sure enough, I'm like, yeah, it's a Mercedes. I mean, if you're going to buy a Mercedes, you should be ready to pay. I, I can't believe anything in a Mercedes would cost 120 I, I would think, you know, I would think changing the air freshener would be like a couple grand in a Mercedes just to do that stuff. Like, these are, you know, these are not, <laughs> these are not American cars with American parts. It's, you know, it's not cheap. What did you what what did you think you were getting yourself into? You buy a Mercedes, you got to be ready. You got to pay money for the car, and then you got to pay a, a shit ton of money to keep the car. It's you know that's why that's why I'm currently driving a Camry <laughs> from several years ago, a 2014 Toyota Camry, and it's the same as my 2000 Lexus because by the time we got to 2014, all the luxury features. <laughs> All the luxury features in a 20-year-old Lexus are now standard on a Toyota Camry. And the Lexus ES300 is the Toyota Camry. Just with an L. With a very expensive L on the front. That's that's about the difference. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I got this sense. I, I wasn't going to pay $127 for a... For a sensor, and it's always lightened, and it has four lights on it, so it tells me this when I have lights up there with three lights telling me I had three tires that needed light. I'm like, well, yeah, then put air in your three tires. I have one sensor, it just tells me I need some air somewhere, and I have to fill up all four tires before I find out which one needs the air. So, okay, you've got a thing that tells you exactly which tire that's pretty. That's pretty space age, man. I don't know what the complaint. I don't know what the gripe is. Yeah, but they were gonna charge me $127 to get it. For, like, I don't know what you, you paid. How much for this fucking car? You get a hundred. You get all nitpicky about $127 to fix the thing that tells you when you need air in your tires. I, I don't know. Get it fixed. But I guess I guess maybe she was saying that the lights are on all the time. <laughs> maybe even when the even when the, the air is filled in the tires. I don't know. But she just, uh, I think she just wanted to, 
I think she just wanted to make the chit-chat. So she's pissed. This thing tells me every time, every goddamn time my tires are low on air, it tells me about it. And then I got to go to the store and fix, get the air in my tires. Like, yeah, that's good technology. It tells you so you don't fucking die on the road. So you don't, you know, stranded on a mountaintop somewhere. Great. And here you are. You're going to put air in your tires and you're going to be on your way because the sensors told you. And it's $127 to fix the fucking thing? That's nothing. I I have a Camry and I can't think of anything that costs $127. What are you complaining? A Mercedes? $127? You dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. Oh, man. I was, I was on my, my walk, my morning constitutional the other day. The kids do their remote schooling. And I'm out. You know, I don't go far. I just I go around the neighborhood. So I'm always within a quick jog back to the house if I need to. And, uh, and the kids can get me on, on the messenger thing if they need me. So all of a sudden I get a text from my oldest and said, hello, Dacho, because they call me Dacho. Uh, I said, what's up? Uh, I spilled some cream cheese. I don't know. They said, I spilled some, I spilled some shit on the floor. I'm like, oh, what kind of shit? Spilled some shit on the floor. Like, uh, okay, what does that mean? What am I supposed to do? Let me see. What does the what does the text say? Dacho, I spilled shit on floor in all caps. And I'm like, I'm not texting you back. So I just picked up, uh, you know, the video chat thing. I'd called back. I spilled shit on the floor. I'm like, what do you mean shit? Cream cheese. I'm like, okay, you, so there's cream cheese on the floor? Yep. I'm like, okay. Well, that doesn't seem like something that warrants an emergency call. Are you unable to use a uh, maybe a wet paper towel or something to, to clean up the cream cheese? Because I'm thinking, like, how do you spill? How the hell do you spill cream? I mean, you spill cream cheese on the floor maybe a little bit. I mean, what, how the hell do you spill a bunch of cream cheese on the floor? Uh, so they'd tell me that they, they get a wet paper towel and cleaned as much of the floor as possible. And I said, okay, uh, so is it, is it gone? And they say, no, there's still, there's still a little bit under the fridge. I'm like, under the fridge? What the hell are you doing? Did you spill all this? Cr- How the hell do you spill the cream cheese in the first place? And you spill it and then it's a bunch of cream cheeses under the fridge? I said, listen, clean up whatever you can. I'll be home in like 10 minutes and I'll get the cream cheese that is somehow under the fridge. So then I got home and I inspected and there's all kinds of white on the floor, streaks. And I'm like, what the fuck? How does this happen with this this cream cheese? So I get a wet paper towel and then I wipe it up. And then there's a bunch of it on the garbage can lid and I wipe that up. And then the cream the quote-unquote cream cheese that was under the fridge was really not under the fridge. It was like a foot in front of the fridge. It was under the door when the door was open. Of course, when the door is closed, it's no longer under anything and could have been cleaned. So I, I said, what are, you, what are you doing here? And uh, and then I see that, like, there's a, there's jam, uh, open container, you know. So they made themselves a, a bagel <laughs> to put the, you know, put the... And, and Cam likes uh, butter and, and jelly 
not used to be a cream cheese person, not so much these days. More butter and jelly. One half butter, one half jelly. Kaylin loves the cream cheese. I love the cream cheese. And Cam likes butter and jelly. Fine. But the jelly was open. Cam had gone back to their little office. And I said, listen, you got to come back out here and you got to put away this jelly. So Cam comes out, puts the lid on the jelly. I open the fridge, go to put the jelly back. And I say, where does this jelly go? And Cam says, oh, behind the, behind the cream cheese. And I'm like, uh, that's not cream cheese. That's a giant thing of yogurt. That's Greek yogurt that mom uses in cooking and various recipes. So I pick up the Greek yogurt, the plastic container of Fage yogurt, whatever it's called. Fage. Fage yogurt. I pick it up and then the bottom's all cracked and there's, there's like yogurt, uh, you know, pouring out of the, the bottom cracks. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the hell? What, what the fuck happened here? So I put the jelly back and I said, this... This, this is yogurt. This isn't cream cheese. It's yogurt. Is this what fell? Is this how all this shit got here? This fell, and the bottom of it broke, and now there's and there was yogurt all over the floor, and what I was cleaning up was really yogurt, not cream cheese? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Like, okay. Did you know that the bottom of this yogurt container was completely shattered, and it's just, you know, being held together by gravity somehow? Oh, yeah, I, I guess. Like, well... This shouldn't have gone back into the fridge because there's yogurt pouring out of the bottom of it. So I put the yogurt, emptied it out of the container, put it into a glass bowl. And there's fucking yogurt all over the, the inside the door. I'm like, why? I'm like, why, why, why would you put the... I'm like, so this yogurt fell, smashed on the floor, bottom of it broke. You saw that it was broken, and then you put it back in the fridge. What, what were you expecting to happen with the broken yogurt container going back into the fridge? Shrug his shoulders. I'm like, all right, listen. Let me... Uh, you win. I'll take it from here. So I emptied the yogurt into a glass bowl, put the glass bowl in the fridge, put the jam and jelly back in. Like, yeah, cream cheese. Yeah. Why would you... Eh. So anyways, so that's fun. So remote school, yeah, it's, it's me and my two office mates here. Just, it's a regular old uh, animal house situation. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, let's see, uh, this cream cheese, this yogurt that I think is cream cheese, it's just splattered all over the floor. Well, I'll just I'll put that right back on the old shelf here in the fridge, and I... Uh, I'll wipe up as much of it as I can. And then I I said, there wasn't really that much left. What prevented you from taking another wet paper towel and just finishing the rest of this? It seemed too hard. I spent a lot of time cleaning up cleaning up the mess that was already there. I'm like, well, why didn't you spend another two minutes to clean up the rest of it? Because that's it took me two minutes. It took me ten seconds. And there were still some streaks later when the thing dried and, you know, got a mop. And when I say got we, I, Kim got a mop and took care of it because I'm just as I'm just as bad yeah my my oldest child definitely takes after their old dad uh <laughs> being rather helpless when it comes to spills but oh fuck all right it's been almost two and a half hours I think it's time to go it's the I don't think it's definitely time to go it's late it's now 10 o'clock and uh, I'm not gonna do a cliff call because I'm you might be able to tell that I've lowered my voice because there's some children in bed. 
so no cliffy call. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna play a classic cliff call. I'm gonna pull something out of the archive. I'm just gonna pull something at random, and uh, we'll see. I don't even know what it's gonna be. I don't know which cliff character it's gonna be, but uh, we'll pull something out. So I'll give you a little a little classic cliff classic cliff here on episode 61 of the birthday boy podcast. Uh, is that everything I wanted to talk about? I guess it is. Uh, so Celtics lose. So that's fun. Uh, the Browns appear to be winning, so my prediction is going down the tubes there. Although there's still definitely a chance for that to go in a different direction. We'll see. Uh, and that's it. It's time to go. It's 10 o'clock exactly. This has gone on far too long. I hope you've enjoyed Birthday Boy Podcast episode 61. I hope you uh, you know do all the shit. Subscribe. Tell all your friends. Tell them to listen. Tell them to subscribe and follow and all that stuff on iTunes, uh, you, you know, Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio and Google Podcasts and Spotify and wherever you get podcasts, you can find the Birthday Boy Podcast. And uh, what else do I hope? What else do I want to to, to, to talk about? Uh, birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. That's the email, birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, may you have a fantastic, uh, whatever, day, week, all that shit. And we'll see you back here. I think I'm going to try to do this on Thursdays. Uh, this one and last week's have been kind of long. I don't want to do that. I want to spend, like, an hour doing the podcast like I was doing over the summer. Because uh, this is way too late to be doing this. Just, you know, I started at 6.30, and here we are. It's two and a half hours later, but, you know, we hour in between to take breaks and get get music queued up and all that stuff anyway but i hope you're enjoying it i hope i hope you enjoyed what you heard and you'll come back next week and we'll do episode 62 of the birthday boy podcast it'll be all kinds of fun and who knows what hijinks i'll get myself into between now and then probably very little because i'm just gonna go out and enjoy this fucking fall weather god damn i i can't wait i just just can't wait uh that's it have a great week, everybody. Have a great day. Enjoy football. Enjoy the things. Enjoy uh, Castlevania if you decide to play some Castlevania this weekend. Uh, enjoy this crisp weather if you're fortunate enough to be in it and enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, what kind of kind of psychopath are you? All right. That's it for episode 61 of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Uh... Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. And remember, everybody, positivity is stupid, and it's for jerks, and it's for idiots, and for losers. But uh, kindness matters. Yeah, kindness does matter. So remember that, everybody. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. I'm Johnny Boy. I'll talk to you next time. Later, Gators.
and I would like to set up a nice little bar and mix drinks for the ladies, if I could, Cliffy. Because, you see, Cliff, I don't want to just mix the drinks. I want to make sure that they have plenty of turkey as well. Because, you see, Cliffy, you know what the turkey has in it, don't you, Cliff? Yes, that's right, Cliffy. The turkey has the tryptophan, the tryptophan, the tryptophan. And that's what makes people sleepy, Cliff. You know what happens, don't you, when people, in particular the ladies, get sleepy, don't you, Cliff? <laughs> Need I say any more, Cliffy boy? So hopefully you're ready to have Dr. Dunstable come to the Walmax Thanksgiving so that I can prepare the special turkey with the tryptophan and the tryptophan and the drinks with all of the booze for all of the ladies, Cliffy. You see, I'm going to bring my son Theo, too, because if your life's having turkey with you, zippity bop doop dabbity doo I will see you at the turkey do. Okay, Cliffy, does that make sense? Hopefully it do. Okay, Cliff, get ready for me. I'm coming with my turkey and my trip to fan and my trip to fame and my drink. Okay. Sounds good. See you at the Thanksgiving gobble-gobble spectacular, Cliffy Boy.